Welcome to Porchville, ladies and gentlemen. Episode three. We are back, man. We're back. I'm here with Cody. What's up, guys? Cody, give him give him some love, man. Hey, tell, him, tell him what's going on. I love all of you. I hope you guys find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes. iTunes. Stitcher. Let's we, fucking rock and roll. We just fucking got approved on iTunes like 20 minutes ago. They finally are putting our shit out there. How about that? Dude, I mean, that's probably got me more pumped than anything right now because we're officially legit. Legit. And this weekend, we're actually going to go over to like Google Play. Um, we're gonna get on there. There's, there's several. I'm, I gotta look into all the platforms, man. We're, we're, we're going viral, dude. We're, we're fucking, getting out there. We're green on this, so there's a lot of things that I don't know, and uh, we gotta work that out as we go. Forgive me, I've been a little under the, uh, under the weather today, so <clears throat> probably gonna be a lot of that. Well, you don't look like shit. Well, I never look like mm, shit. That's a plus. Know, I mean, this beard. <laughs> it <laughs> that, just it masks beard. everything. So. How often you trim that bitch every day? I trimmed it today. You just, bre- just the little, you know. Little whispers that yeah. trail off. Gotta that, get those phrases, man. You look down and it's like right here. Like, what the fuck is that? It sucks. I gotta, I gotta. If I'm gotta going somewhere, oils. gotta do going somewhere. Gotta fucking get that thing trimmed up, man. Oh yeah. Gotta, gotta edge it up. All right, well, what's up today, man? What speaking, are we doing? speaking of trimmed up, looking all trimmed up over there, is our buddy Reed. Reed. What's up? What's up, Reed? How you doing? Doing good. And over there, holding hands is uh, <laughs> Joseph. Hey. Joe. Hey, 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 hey. Big Joe. <laughs> Holding those hands. That's me. Nah. Joe brings the gun show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the gun show. Welcome to the gun show. Featuring Joe. So, uh, you know, tonight I mean, we, we, we did we did an interview with, with Troy Fisher last week, which was pretty fucking awesome. I really enjoyed there. that show. And uh, this week we're just kind of taking it easy because um, we didn't feel like fucking interviewing anybody. So... We just brought these motherfuckers over here. We're gonna drink. I feel lied to. This, gonna, this is the I porch. Thought, I thought this was about me. Oh. And now, now you're not gonna interview me, Joe. It's always I, about you, bro. It is. <laughs> All right. This is a typical lead guitarist, right? Come on, man. Come that on. was that was Joe at the uh, at the beginning of the Porchville podcast episode on the guitar. Freaking slaying, yes, sir. Some, uh, hollow days, some good stuff. Joe, I have to admit, bro, you are literally one of my favorite guitarists, dude. So, all joking aside, that means a lot. Thanks, man. It, it, because Reed will tell you, Nick will tell you, it, it, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, there's not a lot of money. There's not a lot of, there's a lot of fucking hard work, but it's like you have something inside of you that you just want to share. Yeah. You're compelled to share it, and when it connects with someone, Man, that's what it's about. That's so thank best. you. You're welcome, man. That's I, what makes it all worth. I, I'm real sincere about that too, man. I know you, know, you I, are. That's why it means something I, to me. I, you were you're a really freaking talented musician, man. So is so is Reed. He's though. all right. Yes, Reed is, <laughs> Reed's Reed, okay. Reed gets back there and just he's a fucking beast behind yeah. the drums. Reed's <laughs> Reed's one of those kind of guys. He's he, you would if you don't know the guy, he might not fucking say a word to when, you. When I when I met Reed, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, when you know, when you know the guy, like he he's he's like. He's just a fucking cool dude, and then he gets back there behind those drums, and he turns into another dude. When I when I met Reed, like, whoa, I asked him because you know I, I I came walking by, he's tapping his fingers, and, and I was like, oh, "Are you a drummer?" And uh, he said, "Yeah." I said, "All right, well, cool. Well, you know uh, what what what's your influence? What's your background?" He's like, "Oh, you know, uh, some jazz." And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, yeah, you know, it's probably <laughs> probably not my thing." I'm like, "Well, all right. So when you when you play." You sit down behind the kit. You just want to jam the fuck out. What do you put on? 
He's like, oh, you know, uh, I don't know, like some Lamb of God. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? Oh, <laughs> oh, it's like that. Six to midnight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so you're you're serious, and uh, and yeah, he was. So he you is. heard Chris Adler is no longer with Lamb of God. I did hear that. How yeah. crazy is that? His brother's still in the band. Well, weird. Then what the fuck are you doing here, man? You should be loading up, heading out to the fuck. <laughs> I, I should enter. I set should, up uh, an audition. Audition. Seriously. Don't tell him you like like listening to jazz as a first first one. I like, I like to play high. jazz. I think. <laughs> well, I think jazz is probably like the root of just about everything. You know, it just doesn't sell well. No, no. Right? it no. teaches but, you everything. Though. Right. If yeah. you can play jazz, you can really play any other style. What's your favorite style to play, though? I mean. You know, metal, double bass, just beating the <laughs> hell out of that thing. Just yeah. that's probably thing. the most fun for a drummer because they got the best bass lines with a freaking uh, what? A lot of that has a double bass. You oh, know, yeah. like love that stuff, dude. They go heavy. And Reed's, Reed, Reed pulls it off pretty good. He's all right. What do you What do you like to play, Reed? Who's your favorite man? Lamb of God. Lamb of God. That's your favorite. Favorite. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, you know, Avenged Sevenfold, Slipknot. Yes, 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 yes. Good stuff. Yeah, that is good. I was listening I'm to just, some Machine Head earlier tonight, some old Machine Head from back in the 90s, and uh, their drummer, Chris, I think his name is, came from the Vinnie Paul school. In other words, not over-the-top flashy, just would have you know the, the rides, the cymbals, but then would just bring the beat. And it, it, uh, Vinnie Paul was like maybe one of the best. He's probably my favorite. He's probably my favorite. Now, honestly, Led Zeppelin, John Bottom, I mean, I wish I could play like him. It just... I'm too robotic to play like him. Like he's got so much finesse and Flow. style, and like I don't know. Bonzo is I, I just the can't man. He he's my favorite. He's my personal favorite. Him or probably like Dave Grohl or Taylor Hawkins. Those guys. I, I love that shit. Hey, so my favorite is who's who's the guy who plays the keg in Slipknot? That's my <laughs> guy. That's who I'd be. That's the I'd, clown. I'd be that guy. I'd be that guy fucking slaying the hell out of that keg every show. Every freaking show, dude. I'd have I'd have one job. I'd nail it every time. Beat the shit out of the keg. I got it. Hey, you know what? What my dream job would be? Do you remember back in the early '90s that band Arrested Development? They had that Tennessee ten- <laughs> yes. that song. Well, they actually did an unplugged show back when MTV would play music. And those please, were the days. If you're, if you're listening to me, don't take my word. Google this. Verify it. They had a guy on stage whose sole job was to sit in a rocking chair and just go back and forth the whole show. Some what? some old guy chilling <laughs> in a rocking so cool. chair, right? <laughs> and that's what I want to do. That's so cool, dude. <laughs> but you could get away with that in the '90s too. Yeah, you, you could get away was, oh, with stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. One thing I always say that I love about '90s music is that everything didn't matter the style or genre or whatever. Everything just always, all, all, for some reason, fit together. You know, in yeah. in this package that was the '90s. I mean, nowadays something like the you know, blues traveler versus Pearl Jam, like they wouldn't the, even be in the same building the, together. Yeah, the, we're on the radio. Let me tell you a sad story about today's music, because you know I'm in radio. Uh, so they have this new track out with Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and uh, Del Rey, Lana Del Rey. Her name is, and and it's a duet with these three pop singers. So I see this shit come over today. Well, here's the thing, Nick, (laughs) and I'm not lying to you. I see this thing come over, and before I clicked it, 
I already knew what the song sounded like of with course. those auto compressed vocals, the the little uh, beats that they do, the fucking dumbass. I knew I knew what I knew what the McDonald's hamburger tastes like before I put it in my mouth, and that isn't <laughs> what art should be, in my right. very humble opinion. Right. But then again, I'm not making money. So it, art, the art of music just isn't nah. any, anymore, uh, at least on a wide scale. You know, there's a few bands out there that there's are still handful, doing yeah. their thing, and you know, yeah, there's a handful but it's that few just, they don't give a fuck. They're just, you know, they're gonna do what they want to do, and they don't care. And I respect that, but you are 100% correct. It is very few and far between. I mean. You just don't uh, Back in the day When we were coming up I mean And even before that though I mean the 60s The 70s You know 80s You know There was so much good music Leading up to You know If you look at A a top 10 chart Of And I will go back To the 60s You can see everything From The Beatles To the Supremes uh, All All on the same chart And You had such a wide variety And I don't. The further away from that birth of rock music, pop music, artists writing their own songs, the further away we've gone from that explosion, the more dumbed down it's become. And that that to me doesn't. Yeah, it's, there's some ebbs and flow, but in general, I think that's accurate. Hundred percent. I think. I mean, the music industry grew drastically from from there. You know, they that's when the radio was out. You know, like that was all they had. So they, they fucking grew with the times, you know, and then you got TV and then you got musicians playing on TV too and then they get more famous and they have to be a certain way because they become a character and all this other shit, man. The music industry evolved. The 90s is crazy because that was right before the new millennium, you know? Like, that's the pinnacle of what music had gotten to at that point, you know? Like, right. that's, that's pretty wild. Like, and technology was at such a... Actually, I'd say it was more like the 70s and 80s whenever technology really started getting into music and stuff you know like when i was and the 90s will always have a very warm spot in my heart because that's kind of when i came of age but you're talking about technology i remember in the 90s you could put on uh you know you would actually go and buy a cd back in the day boys and girls and like you could buy a nine inch nail cd and you didn't know what you were going to hear because it w- it wasn't not your simple guitar based drum setup like Trent Reznor would record a car door slamming and then make that a loop and then manipulate it and turn it into something that's creative yeah. that's using yeah. technology. I don't know if it was Trent Reznor that I saw this interview where they were talking about doing something similar to that but that that was whoops that, that was something that uh I saw during this interview where they were they were talking about the artist you know, being unique and being different, you know, through, you know, in the music was, was mainly electronic type music, but that was what the producers pushed them to do was go out and, you know, don't just get the stock sounds, like go out and make your own shit and turn that into something because that's where the true magic and artistry is going to be at, you know. Do you guys know where Autotunes was made? In, uh, by the devil. No, (laughs) I think, I think Autotunes was... It was used in like some sonar thing where they were like measuring depth of like underground well, stuff. They should have fucking left it and, there. And somehow, somehow, like it did something to sound, and they figured this out. And like Cher was like one of the first Cher, people. That, Cher, that uh, whatever yeah, that song I don't, was. I couldn't tell you the song, but it, it's it's pretty. That's pretty wild. That's the one. Yeah. That's that's when it got hot, and then then everybody took it, and now I just I just wanted to be noted before we go any further that this is the second consecutive Porchville podcast episode 
that Cher has been mentioned. Really? As odd it as that is. is. Isn't that? That is that is, is weird. that weird? Is that weird? So I think I, you know we're gonna have to find like a share. Well, segment she's or she's something. actually an amazing musician, man. Like she, I guess. like I dude, guess. she's an entertainer, yeah, and she has yeah, has fans that I are think loyal. She was, she was she was like the eye candy back in the day. I mean, I don't know much about Sonny and Cher or that dynamic, but yeah, I don't know I mean, about that either. Yeah, she I don't think she wrote of, her own songs. I mean, she yeah. had some lungs. I'm not gonna say she didn't. Yeah, but she's I'm, an entertainer, man, and she's older. She doesn't have to write her own songs anymore. Right, like I think she's old. I don't even think older. Is yeah, really she's fucking. Old. She's old. <laughs> how old is she, dude? I don't know. She's old. That's I how mean, old she is. She's, yeah. old. she's old. All right. She's old for sure. She don't look that old. Have you looked recently, man? I'm just trying to say. Last time I seen her, she did not you, look you like she was the oldest. Was one that was back in the '80s, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe, I was born in '89, but all right. <laughs> I was like talking with Joe about uh, about bands from back in the day back in the 90s and stuff because you know me when i was when i was a kid i did not have the ability to go out and or the discipline to you know make the money and save it and go out and spend it on concerts joe however would do that i went to some goddamn shows so (laughs) yes i did uh, you, you saw Pantera like every time they played um, or something like that. And there were like there were so many wonderful bands from that era. But if I had to just pick one that just kind of spoke to me more than more than anyone else it's, uh, to this day, Pantera. And I'm so thankful because, you know, they ended in 2001. Dime obviously was killed a right. few years later. Now Vinny's gone. But yeah, I'm in their third home video. I went what? to a shit ton of their shows. Uh, the, the one that I've seen, like the Ramones, all, all these awesome bands. I, I've told Nick this story. I'll share it with you guys. I had tickets to go see Nirvana. Let me tell you about this. So I'm in high school, and I'm young. I'm like, I guess I'm in 10th grade. In Utero had just come out, and I'm kind of in my first like band, right? Right. I play guitar. We had this what was the name of your first band? I don't remember. <laughs> it, well, n- not this band I'm referring to. I don't remember. Oh, okay. We didn't do shows, but we we had a bass player, a singer, and there was me. You got a band. You got a band, <laughs> baby. Singer bought us all shows uh, tickets to go see Nirvana with the Breeders down in, in Miami. So I'm like, cool, hell yeah, da da da. But he sold them to like get his girlfriend a stupid present or some shit. And at this time, hey, wait, I'm, this was the singer. Yes, of course he did. <laughs> and uh, singers, I, I I wasn't worked up because I didn't spend money. Whatever, I'll see him next time. I'll see him next time. <laughs> yes, you and everybody else yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, catch yeah. him the next time. Next time, Reed. What's the coolest show you've ever been through in your entire life? Like concert. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, motherfucker. Yeah. I haven't been to many concerts. Not magic uh, show. I, I would say that I would say that um you know, the last Bonnaroo I went to was Oh, you got to tell the story about the girl Bonnaroo. with the, the, the best pizza. one. I've yeah. been you went to Bonnaroo, dude? I've been to Bonnaroo like 5 times. What what a fucking hero story. I'm sure you hey, got some. You got to hear the story about the pizza girl. All right, so I you know, sitting in this tent and front row, <laughs> front row seats. Recharging and, the batteries. And it's the uh, talent show. And they're they're doing their thing. And all of a sudden, this music starts playing. And this girl comes walking up mid-row. And she walks up on stage. She's dressed as a pizza. A pizza. A pizza. A pizza slice. A pizza. And there's a song playing. And it's like orgasming pizza. And there's a chair on the stage, and this woman is, like, straight up, like, 
Starts getting freaky with this pizza starts, suit on. And what? Starts digging for them keys. She's on the she's on the couch <laughs> and she does, man. What she's digging for the keys and it, it builds up. The song builds up. She's building up and the song ends and she squirts all over everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? All over everybody. Bonnaroo. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's Bonnaroo for it, you, right? It Are was you awesome. Serious. I'll drink to that. How much yeah, pizza? <laughs> how much pizza do you think that bitch eats every night? <laughs> oh my! Just to get in the she character. She loves it that much. Just to get in the character. Pizza. Joe, what are you drinking tonight, man? It blew my mind. Pizza slut. So uh, today, I actually went and I was gonna grab some day tripping from Swamphead, but it's one of the, the best brews. It's the time of year where they they're switching their seasonal, so I couldn't get it. But I do have in my hand a. Product from the Tampa Bay Brewing Company, Let's go. an American Pale Ale called Reef Monkey. I it, think I've seen you drink that just about more than anything. Oh, this yeah, is this is a that. standard. That's like this your go-to. It, it's uh, it's one of the much like the Monkey Rum is a go-to. Oh, for me. here we go. Give hit a me, shout out to me. Monkey Rum. Let's What's go. up? Let's go, Monkey. Monkey. Let me taste that. You mind? Get you some. Go ahead. <laughs> how I want to know how it is. This is where good times for, are made. Get you some. First impression, how is it? Oh, that's good. Is it? That's some good shit. Yeah, and that's an APA you said, that's right? That's really yes, smooth, sir. actually. The APAs are not bad. I like them better than IPAs. As do I, because they, to my taste buds, and I've totally turned into a beer snob, they're a bit brighter than right. the IPAs, which I like. Because the IPAs are way more bitter. Man, I'm going to take, like, I love IPAs. I will take a Big Nose, an Ursula. I will take... <laughs> Ursula? I, I, Ursa? But, Ursa? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You're yeah. talking Little Mermaid over here, bro. <laughs> or Phoebe's twin from Friends. Lauren, I said that for you. I said that for you, babe. Ursula. Uh, but you know what? And I also no, like that's, Cigar that's City uh, Highlight. Super Th- that's a very good idea. Oh, uh, Cigar City is one of my favorite breweries, yeah. man. They're they're freaking awesome. That's Ybor City there. There you go. Still Tampa. Let's go. I don't know what the fuck you guys just talked about at all. I, I, beers? No. Mm-mm, no. Give me the rum. Good beers, though. Give me the rum. We like good beers and good rum, man. I, I like. Good if I'm drinking beers beer, it better lie. be a Coors Light, and the, the little mountains better be blue. That's all I know. You you need those mountains to tell you it's cold. <laughs> well, it helps. Does it? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I tell you what, I grab a, a beer, I can normally tell if it's cold or not. Yeah, but you you don't care either. You were talking earlier about drinking a warm beer that had been in, in a fridge. I I, I, I gave it the old touch test for a week. I gave it the old touch test, and it was cold. Well, that doesn't mean that the shit inside wasn't nasty. That's a Bud Light, dude. That shit is practically water. <laughs> like, they ain't paying me nothing. Bud Light, Bud Light, that shit is fucking water, man. That's that can be like a staple right there. Oh, I need a water and a beer. Give me a Bud Light. Bud Light. <laughs> Make it a Bud Light. Oh my God. So, I know when when you've gone to all these different. Pantera shows you've seen them like in their prime you know when they were the absolute best given that was there ever a hope for you that that they would like get back together do it one more time that kind of thing or were you like were you happy with what had been and and, and just say you know what I'm, I'm well, good with it so so a few thoughts on that and I'll keep it brief because I don't want to like bore people but when dime uh, was taken from us. That was the end of Pantera, and you can't put Pantera back together. However, you know, I think there was like a whole generation of kids who 
never got to experience that music live. And Dime was very... And it shows. <laughs> Dime was very tight with Zach Wilde. Uh, Dime actually had the black label tattoo put on his arm. Um, th- I mean, they, those guys were close. So it was, in my head, if you could have had Rex, Vinny, Phil with Zach doing a celebration of Pantera, perhaps that, that could have flown. But Vinny wanted nothing to do with Phil. And honestly, I get it because... Phil, Phil kind of got pretty... pretty. Phil became a train wreck, yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah. And he was like he was doing white power salutes at Dimebag Daryl festivals. Oh, and my God. It, yeah, like totally embarrassing, right? And then Rex Brown wrote a book and like trashed Vinny Paul... There was literally a chapter in his book called You Fat Bastard. <laughs> like, so if I'm Vinnie Paul, I don't want to go on tour with those guys, especially if they're going to drag my my dead brother's name. Well, but I, I mean, mainly I, I mean, mainly I mean, mainly before before Dime got killed, before Dime got killed. I always assumed they would get back together yeah. at some point in the future. Yeah. Kind of like Guns N' Roses. You know, we waited I, how many years for that? And it, but it, yeah, but that I think we would have got the original Pantera back together. Guns N' Roses, it's Axel Slash, Duff, and some other guys. A, yeah. And there's even a chick in there, so it's cool. It's 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 cool, but it's it was still cool enough for you to uh, oh spend a shit ton of money. Well, yes. well, spend a shit ton of money, <laughs> but more importantly, you want to hear the story. I want to hear the story. Okay, so here's the story. So. Guns N' Roses meant a lot to me. Uh, I Just legendary yeah. band, right? So they finally kind of semi-quasi get the band back together. That's Axel slash Duff. Dizzy Reed never left Axel's side. So, And then all these new guys. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to it because it's going to fall apart again. And this is probably as close as it's going to get. I'm surprised they've actually been going as long as they have been. Just so. read today they're going to come out with new music. Get the fuck out For of real. here. And I bet it's going to kick ass. I bet it is. Especially if they get Izzy to write some songs. But how long have they been Is that even now? in the cards? I, who knows? For Izzy? Who knows with these guys? Yeah, that's the true. thing is they don't need money. They yeah. don't they don't they need So it's like if they feel like it they'll do it if they don't they won't. So I spend I don't know 200 something bucks per ticket. It's me, my wife, my brother or we go to Orlando it's like 3 years ago. They're playing the Citrus Bowl, all right? This yeah. is about a month after the Pulse nightclub shooting, so security is deep. Crazy. Thick, thick. Absolutely. Yeah. That was nuts, dude. And so I'm like, hey, it's cool, because I spent a shit ton of money on these tickets, so they got to be good seats, right? Wrong. 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 Oh. <laughs> so we get to this Citrus Bowl, and it was, it was almost embarrassing. Like, if I hold out my arm... And I raise my thumb. My thumbnail is about the size of the stage. Oh my well, god! Oh yeah, we were way back. <laughs> and I'm and I, I, me and my brother have decades of sneaking up front. Yeah, that's not gonna together. fly. It's, bro. It, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. I can actually see the look <laughs> on your face as you went to your seats, like, what, fuck the, this. what the fuck? Th- this is this is no. what we this paid is, for. No, I need now, to be down there. And my sweet wife Lauren is not so brave, but she's kind enough. She's like, "Go ahead, go. I'll be here." And I was like, Are you I, sure? I, I told you I would have been sitting back. Uh, no, little, that's I, her being I, smart, like, bro. She's like, "I'm not going to jail. Somebody's got to <laughs> bail you out." She's <laughs> like, "I know wrong. what it is. Somebody, somebody's got to get back for the kids tomorrow." <laughs> so me and Mike, we we, uh, we get to go down. We're going to the uh, 
to the lower level so we can get on the floor. Well, it turns out there's only one entrance point to the lower level. <laughs> Crap, right? And we, we go through and we're trying to do the whole like hold up your ticket and keep walking, but don't m- make your ticket kind of wobbly yeah. so they can't read it. And right. there's people behind and they'll just let you go. Walk in like you own the place, That's like right. you're supposed to be there. That's right. Did That's not, how a man does it. Did dude. not work because work. they had rows of, you had a many times. So we're like, shit, this just isn't going to work. <laughs> just waving it in front of everyone's face. It, yeah. <laughs> didn't happen. Didn't happen. Got flipped around. So we're like, crap. So we're walking around. And we're like, there's cops everywhere. Because, again, the Pulse nightclub was just a month prior. And uh, finally we see it. There's a concession stand that is open to us pofo. But in the back, it is also open to the floor. So it's like a hole. That's (laughs) it. That's it. That's the path. But how do we do this? As Mike and I are sitting here pondering this, this big guy... And the inside comes up to this pallet of ice that was in front of us, grabs two bags, throws them over their shoulder, and starts walking them back to the far concession stand. And Mission Impossible starts playing? (laughs) We didn't blink. We didn't blink. We just grabbed two bags of ice, bam, bam, fell in right behind them, single file line. And we're walking. You can't walk too fast. We're nervous as fuck, but you walk too fast. It's going to stand out. Right, right. We're walking through. We get there. Mike slides through, and I hear, hey, hey. Do you guys work here? And some guy came running up to me. I turned around. I said, they told us to put these here. Boom. I put the bags on the guy's feet, slid between the tables, and I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm there. Front row, baby. And I got the pictures, the video. It was it was. It was good, but holy shit, do they make it hard these days? Yeah, <laughs> Joe, Joe called me the next day or the day or two later. Was like, "You're never gonna believe this," and I was like, "No, I would believe that, like one hundred percent." Dude, that's fun, man. It, it is. Hey, that's I'm, good trouble, right? So yeah, absolutely. So many, so many years sneaking down up front to concerts. Uh, it yeah, and I'm I I love that I did that, Nick. And thank you for bringing that up because I love music so much. I'm glad I got to see a lot of these artists when I could because many of them have passed on yeah. or they're just not around anymore. So, well, I think it's uh, I think it's also smart to note what today is. Today, we are recording this on Friday. It's Friday, Friday the thirteenth. Friday the 13th. I wasn't aware of this. I didn't even realize yeah. it. Nick yeah. had to bring that to my attention. And there is a full moon out. Yeah. Just. So that means that we need to get naked and have. No, we should oh. go hunting. Oh. We should go oh. hunting. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yes. We should go hunting. What is With I a think, Bowie knife. I think Joe is <laughs> trying to take that a different route. I don't know what first, just happened. First gator we see. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, guys, are you guys fans of the movies? Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. Of course, Jason. Yeah. I haven't seen the, the newest one, which I you said was fucking phenomenal, and I believe it. Wait, what? No. No, is that not Friday the Thirteenth? No. Is that Jason? No, no. Who's no. that? Who's Who's no, Friday the Thirteenth? No, the one. No, no, you're right. It is Jason, but I didn't say the new one was phenomenal because it's not. Oh, it's not. The new Halloween. That's what I meant. Is phenomenal. Right. Yeah. But that's Mike Myers. That's that's different. So is it, is it different? Yeah, we're talking hockey mask. Oh, okay, okay, Jason. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Everybody's favorite horror movie. Read. Evil Dead. Oh, it's a classic. Yes, but wait, that's wait. not scary. 
Wait, I mean, it's if it's, you're a kid, it, yeah. Are you Dude, talking? It's you, like you used to find me beautiful once. Well, you got real ugly. That's Army baby. of Darkness. That's Army of Darkness. But they're all kind of go together. Guy. Yeah, but that's a third one. It's a little bit. Evil different. Dead will fuck adults up. <laughs> all right, but uh, but are, are, you, are you talking yeah, about the, the original? The original. The original, not yes. the remake. Not the, the remake. Rainy did. Okay, no. okay. Yeah, I'll accept that. That's a, that's Bruce a creepy Campbell fucking movie. Bruce Campbell is the greatest. Dude, the vines, the vines was. Oh my goodness! Is that what the, one, the fuck is going on? Is that the one where the, the witch goes, "I'll swallow yourself." Ar- Army of Darkness. Oh, is, right, Army of, right. which is the third. Yeah, Why is that yeah, the yeah. only one we remember? Because it had the best lines. Give me some sugar, baby. Yeah, give me some All sugar, baby. Oh, you classic. used to find me beautiful once. Well, you got real ugly, baby. baby. You got real <laughs> ugly. <laughs> Bruce Campbell's the man. Dude, I love that is shit. The man. You know he's in almost every Spider-Man movie? Stan Lee. Well, well, Sam Raimi directed him, the same guy who directed Evil Dead. Right. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. So he found a way, because Bruce Campbell was his guy. Dude, Bruce Campbell is the guy. He's the man. I love him. I think they're making a new one. I think Bruce Campbell's going to be in a new one, yeah. Well, they were doing Ash vs. Evil Dead. They had a TV show going for a while. Yes, they did, and I watched the show. I like it. I did, too. I I think they're going to make a new movie. I'd I'd fucking watch it if they do. Does he have the chainsaw arm? He'd be better. I like <laughs> this is my boomstick. Yeah, yes. See again, uh, Army oh, yeah, of Darkness. Yeah. I know, but it's the Classic. best. I've never Classic. seen Army of Darkness. Whoa. What? what, bro? I don't think I've seen that one. Got to get some, you got some shit. homework to we do. Sh- we should turn the podcast into like one of those mystery science three thousand <laughs> yes. things. Just watch that. We just sit and watch Army of Darkness Dude, and comment be, on it. I'd be down for that. That'd be fucking kind of. cool. I can do it. All right, Cody. Favorite horror movie. Favorite horror movie, dude. Horror, not see, horror. See, here's, horror. here's a little known fact about Cody when yeah, it comes to me. horror movies. He's kind of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't do, like, demonic stuff. If it's, like, a demonic possession, like, uh, it's not for me, man. Like, wow. it's, it's a little, that's too gross for Get, me. Getting a little too too inside the old skull, huh? Yeah, a little too All much. Right. Uh, but if it's if it's more like uh, like anything that's, like, I don't know. I don't have a serial killer. Yeah, like like I'm cool with that. Like I'll watch that shit. All like day you'd be long. good with like a Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Kinda, Freddy like, Krueger, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, no worries, you know, bro. No. Or that the new Halloween you were talking, or like yeah. I, I would watch the fuck out of that and probably be an amazing movie. But whenever you go into like demonic possession stuff, that stuff freaks me out. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, but now. favorite horror movie, dude. Uh, man. What was that Emily Rose the demonic possession from like five years ago that was popular? The exorcism of exorcism. Emily Rose. Yeah, Emily yeah Rose. that was strong. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, that stuff stuff's that a little right. too close to home for me, bro. See, every 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 Have scary you been, been exercised. I've yeah. never been possessed, but I mean, dude, I, I, I've every seen s- people who I thought were possessed and shit. And that's <laughs> meth. That's meth. Every oh, okay. uh, <laughs> every people. scary movie nowadays, they they put in those you know weird contortion you know yeah. moves and shit, and that's. Yeah, that's 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 really sort of the what drives it home nowadays. Where I don't think I have a favorite. Horror. I don't, yeah, I don't have a favorite. Maybe uh, what's the one where they're all out in the desert and it's uh, uh, the oh hills have eyes. Yeah, that movie yeah, was kind of cool. That's good. That was kind of cool. Yeah. That's some weird wacky shit there, which hey. apparently is based on a true story. The hills have eyes. Is that true? It's based on a true story. Oh which, wow! You ever seen the movie The Strangers? No, Where the man. guy he's got the the like the what is the 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 sack mask and shit with like the eye holes cut out and he I heard just that sorta, wasn't scary at all. Well, he, it, the at the beginning of it it says based on a true story. Oh, so it's got to be scary then. <laughs> and so, so I watched this movie and I'm like, what the fuck? How is this based on a true? This is this would have made national news all over the place. 
So in the beginning of the movie, this girl walks up and she knocks on the door, seemingly to you know see who's home and who's you know. That way they can they can initiate their plan to break into the house, right? Well, that was it. That was it. That's the movie. No, that's not the movie. <laughs> the movie went on and people died, and, you know, all that shit. But the true story part of it was the director was home one night and some girl came up, knocked on his door. Uh, he answered the door. I think she asked him some kind of weird question and then took off. And that was it. That's the that's true the true part. part. Gotcha. Did you guys ever see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? That's my favorite. That's probably my that's favorite. That's my favorite. That's Joe's the favorite. The original. Because yeah. <clears throat> I loved it. How I already knew that. Well, I don't I don't like the original. I like the, Whoa, the last one they no. came out with. Oh, you got it. No. That gotta, was like no. more realistic. With the, with the Toby yes, Hooper. Yeah, with the big name? old knockers. Right. Hey, I, I, like, I like some of the newer ones, too, but the original with the, the grainy oh, the ass grit, film. The grit, the grainy, yeah, yes. Man, it's it's so something real. about that, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. And, and That's like, why I love the original yeah. Halloween. Halloween's my series. I know. I, I, know yeah. I know Texas Chainsaw Massacre is yours. I I love them, but but you, that's based on a true story as well. Well, kind of, sort of, not really. It's a bunch of stories it's like Ed mixed Gein. together. Yeah, it, Ed, it's the serial killer Ed Gein. I don't, I don't know. I'm not based aware. out of Texas. He, he this is the guy. You don't huh? know about Ed Gein, dude, bro. Horror Man, movies are not for me, it's bro. Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> with the full moon. We're gonna go dig up some corpses and wear their skin so that we can get in the zone. Because that's what Ed Gein. You know, I need to channel my inner fr- yeah. what, my inner horror hey, movie. It's part of growing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of all of that that stuff about <laughs> all that stuff about uh, cutting faces off and wearing their faces and yeah. all that shit. That was true. That was some serial killer named Ed Gein years and years ago. Making belts out of nipples. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like the psychological thrillers. You know what I mean? Like you're uh, like uh, da, 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 what's the one Silence where the guy of the lambs? Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Where do you, where like, do you, where do you come good. down on the Saw series? Saw, Saw. The first one was awesome. I never got into those. The first one I really enjoyed, and then after that, it lost me because it just it it lost its whole. Like if you didn't know what happens in the first one, you watch it, and then at the end, you're just like, "Whoa, man!" I've never been. No, one the for first one was awesome when he cuts off his leg. Yeah. Ah, dude. Like spoiler alert. How visceral? How visceral <laughs> is that? Though? Spoiler alert. How old is that movie? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I mean, like it, it's. It's just so like visceral, you know, like that's real stuff. Like, what would you do in that situation? You know, I watch most of these horror movies and I'm like, God, you're a dumbass. Like, why would you do that? Like, that's what oh, wait you a do. Minute, wait a minute. Wait, I, I'm going to tell you. Tripped? You hold on. Dumb fucker. Hold on. Hold on right there. Because I'm going to tell you a story about a dog. It was a gigantic fucking dog. He was talking a Rottweiler. Movie Sam- that's the same movie Sandlot. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I'm going to tell you, this is a true story, true story. So growing up, I lived in this little neighborhood, backed up to a car lot, a used car lot. And at this used car lot, they had a big-ass Rottweiler that guarded the lot at night. Well, at some point, this dog figured out how to get out. So walking down the street one day in my, my neighborhood, and I look up about 60 feet in front of me, give or take. And there's the dog. Da, 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 da. And he's looking at me. Cujo! And I see him. And I the 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 last thing I remember seeing him was was when he, he dropped those front paws and I saw him come he started oh, oh, my way. No. And I was like, oh 
fuck. Boof. I'm a I'm a little kid. I'm 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 He's 13, 14, and I am I am literally running for my life. Yeah. I am yeah. I am certain that I'm gonna die. I ran I ran about let's say 15, 20 feet. Guess what? I fucking tripped. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not, I tripped. I land face down in the dirt. The first thing I can do is I start <laughs> screaming. That's all you can do. The highest I pitch s- squeal you exactly. probably I start I start screaming. I need some help. The dog is coming. The dog is coming. Ah, help me, coming help, me, help me, help me. And with that, I look up and I see my neighbor. He comes running out of the house. There's an old guy. His name was Buzz. Oh, I That's love a cool that name. name. Yes. That's a cool name. So, he, so Buzz comes running to my rescue. And there's no fucking dog anywhere to be seen. <laughs> there's no fucking dog. Boy, boy you're too young for that weed. I don't know where <laughs> the, the dog devil's went. For the devil's lettuce. <laughs> I don't know where this goddamn dog went, but he was not chasing me. And in that moment, I thought to myself, holy shit, it's true. These people that are running for their lives in horror movies. <laughs> what? Tri- why the trip. fuck did I trip? I, I was I'm 13, 14 years old at the time. I, I'd never tripped over my own feet. Here I am running for my life, and I trip? Are you fucking Let me tell you the me? key. This is how you don't trip. You don't look back, bro. You just fucking I zoot never, it out. I, I never look like back. You just keep back. going. You don't look back, bro. I never look back. Going. I just I ran as hard as I could. Yeah. You got to have a good posture when you're running fast. <laughs> yeah, Forrest. See, you guys the, ever seen uh, Terminator 3? Athlete. You know, whenever that fucking Terminator's running after him? That's perfect running do, for him, do, by do, the do, way. Do, yeah. You guys ever watch that movie? That Terminator's running, dude. He's got the Which liquid one was metal. Three? The That's liquid two. metal. Is that two? Oh, yeah. Terminator 2. I'm sorry. I watched the whole fucking. You could be all of them the other day. Guns and Roses. Great fucking <laughs> Anyways, song. That guy runs that perfectly. Song. You guys don't know how to run? Watch that movie and you'll, you'll be like <laughs> expert level by the end of it. So that's your advice to people out there trying to get into fitness and run to watch a movie. All right, that's one. That's that's if you want to learn proper form. That's Listen, one. Listen, I, I watch and be a, entertained. I watch yeah, a lot of Joe. movies. Maybe Joe. And I am not in shape, so I I think there's a flaw in your logic. No, I know, but you didn't. You don't. You didn't take that to heart, bro. You didn't watch that guy and be like, "Damn, this machine knows I, how I, to run." I took it to heart, and I was like, "Fuck, we're gonna have like machines rising up one day. This is gonna be terrible." You think that's possible? Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Well, do you yeah, think you yeah, think that yeah. the machines will be like, listen, we don't need you anymore? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, what are you talking about? So if you read, too hot on that thing. Reed, Reed is not a cyborg. <laughs> I am not a cyborg. He's not from the future. Hey, so they already have had to shut robots down for inventing their own language. Yeah, and communicating. Isn't that incredible? That was Google. Yeah, but the thing is. Let me just throw this out there. You know, we got $3 million instruments, okay? And I've worked with them. They're called NMRs, and they're beautiful, right? They can do – they're they're great instruments of science. But you have to work on them constantly to keep them running. And and they're millions of dollars. They're worth millions of dollars. Do you honestly think that right now we're to the point where – no. This this machine can. 
I don't know about right now. Not but not in the physical sense, but in the in the realm of where it's viable, which is the internet and anything that has to do with the machine, it could do that. Especially now. if you allow for the future, because I feel we're being very naive if we don't allow for the possibility of that occurring. But that seems to be the goal where technology is concerned. I mean, you you got these self driving cars and stuff like that. Like those things have to make decisions. So you have to enable these machines to make decisions, which ultimately can allow them to destroy the ad- human adapt, race. Adapt, I suppose, right? Like, is that? I don't think so. You don't think so? I mean, maybe in the future, but maybe not the, right yeah. now. But we are growing at a huge Ex- technology exponential rate. Yeah. So it, yeah, I guess it's possible. It's possible. Which means it multiplies on top of itself. It's so. fucking crazy to think about, though. You know, it's kind of really think about it. Well, here's I mean, that's one reason why some of those guys, those Dems are talking about that that UBI (laughs) stuff. Yeah, because that's that's really what they're talking about. Right. Granted, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I'm all about free market. I'll I'll admit, man, I've I've been listening to a lot of that stuff. Um, You know, a lot of different podcasts, obviously been listening to Rogan's podcast. He's been interviewing a lot of uh, different candidates. Um, Listen to him talk to. Gabbard and and Yang as well, both and and they were both talking about the UBI stuff and universal basic income. Yeah, and uh, I will say that I, I I think that there's they 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 bring up some good points and and that's that's what I love about the podcast form is that there's a there's a chance to actually explain it and try to connect yeah. you know with you know try to try to connect the listener with what what the actual messages and not just this little See, I don't think 10 we're there soundbite. I don't think we're I don't there think yet. we're there yet either, but I I think uh Yang made a good point when he was talking about it and he said that you know, it's it's better to get the jump on it and I do agree in in with that in in just in general most cases like you want to be ahead of the curve, you don't right. want to be showing up late to the game Especially going, in politics. All right, well now we got to start. You know how things get bogged down and and political realms. Of course, and, and of course. If one thing that you think would be simple to pass, it turns into a and it takes ten years to implement. Thing that takes ten years to just get through, and then you got to wait <laughs> another ten years for it to be implemented, and then like that's twenty years before fucking shit gets done. You know. See, this is how you talk politics right here. Respectful, just engaging ideas. You know, you thoughtful. Did, you exchange didn't let of me. Got, you didn't let me jump in because I was about to call all you guys racist. <laughs> Against and, machines? And then, and then blast you guys on Twitter. That's how you do politics <laughs> in 2019. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. I got to figure oh, it out, dude. That's right. I know. I forgot. The, uh, yes. Go ahead, my, don't you love? Bad. That's that's where you got to go, right? It's like. It, I, you got to call somebody a name. You got to come yeah. up with a name for them, put yeah. them in a box, and yeah. dismiss all of their ideas. Let me label that's you and key. dismiss you. Yes. Which is, I just, it's just a weak-ass excuse. It's a way out without actually having to engage with other people. That's what it is. It's, it's a viable it's a point, but I just don't think we're there. No, I, I don't. I don't think we are yeah, yet. Yeah, and I think the conversation, all, all these conversations, need to happen. But isn't it sad that the people having the conversation aren't having it on what is best for our society? They're having it on what's best so that they can get in power for a brief amount of time. That's that's the goal. That's uh, unfortunate. Well, what do you mean they need like a new, pl- a different, like the platform? <laughs> I'm just saying. That, I'm just saying, like like John F. Kennedy had one of his nominees to the Supreme Court shut down by the Democrats, right? And he was a Democrat. Hey, can you even imagine that? Yeah. Now, no. No, uh, you no, can't. No, that no, doesn't happen. Not at all, dude. 
Not at all. You just put, you just tow that party line and that's it. For sure. It or or matter. you're out the club. Yeah. You got no money, no yep. funding. See I mean, ya. Bye. He's dead. That he is. So I guess that's how that worked out for I him. Mean, I mean, at least it wasn't <laughs> like one of those Hillary Clinton suicides, you know what I mean, or <laughs> Bill Clinton suicides. I'm waiting. You know you, you know how once you use a word enough in pop culture that eventually Webster's is just sort of forced to... Suicided. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm waiting for suicided to get entered in. Kind of like <laughs> literal. How you, you know they changed the definition of literal? Oh, I didn't. What? Yeah. If How you, do you change the definition? Because people word? are using it wrong. Because yeah, people use it wrong. They just say, "Oh, I was literally going to die when they oh, dropped okay. my fucking coffee." And language is evolving, um, always. <laughs> so they gotta slang? update it. Isn't that slang? And, and tell it, well, if it's in a dictionary, literally is, is used as a sarcastic sense. Yeah. Now it, and not how, as is that, how has that changed the definition? If you're being sarcastic, because they've included both definitions. So now, literally, literally means what literally means. <laughs> And what it doesn't mean. It means this. It, both of them are are the correct. I'm just gonna definition. say, literally, oh you're blowing my fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't repeat what I just literally. said back to you if I wanted to. So but you were right. Literally. And you know what? You know, I I saw something about someone complaining about text language, like you emoji and and all this, but. Isn't that what written language yeah. and language itself always does is grow, evolve, and expand? Right. Yeah. It, it's not static. It never stays the same. Yeah. Boop, Unless boop, you live thought. in a socialist country. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie. <laughs> Bernie. Feel the burn. Because then no one gets to win. <laughs> you look, look at Russia, bro. Back whenever we were in the Cold War and stuff, man, uh, we had... All kinds of fucking awesome new technology, and they were sitting in the fucking Stone Age, bro. Lined up for bread. Yep. Reagan's talking about Star Wars, like like yep. making we're his going own to Star space, Wars, bro. <laughs> right. Oh my god. I, I you know what though? If <sighs> I lost my thought, I lost my fucking train of thought. You know what? But that's in a socialist country, nobody wins, everyone loses. Yeah, because it, like, say we're not a socialist country, obviously. And look, we got guys like fucking Elon Musk who hopefully brought us not. the Tesla, Ho- who, hopefully who we are don't trying to take there. us to Mars and trying to do all this stuff. This isn't our government. We don't need our fucking government. It, to it's do an these individual. You're, yeah, you're, right. you're on point. It's an individual. And we need to nurture that and grow that so that we can have these wonderful inventions exactly. and this progress. Yeah, that's how we because grow it, as a it's civilization. It's not going to be a government that makes that happen. Right. Yep. It's it's the people it's the people who want this stuff, yep. and 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 it takes someone who has that kind of wealth to be able to do those the kinds wealth, of things. Wealth, imagination, right. intelligence, uh, communication skills, all of that. And, and guess what? Governments don't have that. They got the wealth because they got money from you and me. They got some speakers too, man. They know how to talk. Vote for me. The other side's bad. Rawr. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> my way or their way. My way is better. That's really what it's, it's that's that's it. That's that's politics today in its simplest form. Just, you know. But that's what we have to deal with, because whenever we elect these candidates, we we our civilization like we we collect that data that they supply for the people. And then it freaking we push on to next. What else do we need? What else do we need? And for, and for the record, I, I think we can all say, like, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting here talking politics. So we might as well talk politics a little bit. I mean, you know. Boo. None of us are. Yeah, none of us are. Right. None Boo. of us are lining up to, uh, you know, join the uh, socialist movement. I don't. I don't believe. Not me, man. You know, um, 
No, because that would be stupid. And you're not stupid. <laughs> so there you go. How do you really feel? Socialism <laughs> works if you have like bajillions of people and you want to have a hive mentality. What is the I don't Margaret think socialism Thatcher? works at all. I, mean, I don't. I don't know if there's it that has Margaret worked. Thatcher quote. Uh, the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty. Um, I actually what? ran into a guy last year. My wife and I we go to Halloween Horror Nights every year, as you guys yeah. know. Yeah. Coming up soon, and mm-hmm. uh, we actually had a guy who was from Venezuela um, as our Uber driver that night, going over to the park, and. You know, I'm a, I'm a, let's just ride in silence. Like, I don't, I don't need to make small talk, you know, like just take me to my fucking destination. You know, I'll tip you well and give you five stars and we'll call it a day. Katie, on the other hand, she likes to engage in conversation. <laughs> Were y'all drunk? No, this was heading to. So, oh. you know, we, we then, pro- yeah, you're silent. Maybe had a drink or two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. On the way home, I'm a ball of laughs, you know, but uh, on the way over, you know, she she had asked the you know driver a question about you know and he clearly had an accent you know i think katie asked him where he was from and he said venezuela and you know uh she asked him about you know why he's here and you know does he prefer being here to being home and blah 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 and 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 he just he was just like venezuela is, is you know in ruins like it is it is it is a place that you just can't live like you cannot live and be successful and and actually you know live a full and fulfilling life and and so that guy got out came to fucking florida and became an uber driver and is working during the day to try to get every every one of his family members over here because it's just a shithole now that is not media related that's that's not yeah, it, it literally was his words, but that's that's not anything like me. You know, I, I I only put so much stock in the shit you hear in the fucking news because there's always a slant to it, you know. And I get that. This is just a dude working hard, trying to fucking make a better life for himself and for his family. Telling you like it is, and he's just giving it to me like it is. Like, why am I gonna sit there and you know I'm not gonna sit there and look at him and be like, oh yeah, he's, he's clearly he's got an angle here. No, this guy's just trying to better himself, better his life. And so he came here where he's got some fucking opportunity to do so. So when people turn That's around how it should and, be. and they're like, oh, no, no, we, you know, it's not as bad as uh, as uh, as the media makes out. Well, OK, maybe maybe not. But here's a guy who's from there who has a little bit more at stake than any of us. and knows a little bit more about it than any of us listening to the bullshit that we're being fucking spoon fed on the fucking news every day. It- did you guys see Pamela Anderson on the View? Sorry, the other I'm a little day? fired up today. Did I see Pamela Anderson <laughs> on the View the other day? What kind of bullshit question what? is that, man? Did you guys see that? I've never seen mm-hmm. the what? Okay, so Pam Anderson was on the View the, the other day. Right? You need to get it. What are you Check doing with out. your life? Listen, did bro. you see it? <laughs> Listen, what are you doing? I did. I watched this shit. And uh, I watch Howard Stern Christ. on the View. I will Listen, admit. man, check this. The, Pam Anderson was on the View the other day, and Senator John McCain's daughter was on there, and Pam Anderson's. Is is like real good buddies with uh, the dude that had all the WikiLeaks stuff, Julian Assange. Julian yes, Assange. that's like her neighbor, one of her best friends, and uh, Julian Assange, as you know, dropped dirt on everyone to let the people understand 
that what our government is trying to keep from us. Yes. You know what I mean? That's what that's what he did. It he didn't work out so well for him, though. No, he's it, he's it, screwed. Of course, it, it often doesn't yeah. when you go when against would the government. Where, when where, would it? Where is he in jail? Does anybody know? So he he is in jail. I actually read something, uh, believe it or not, two days ago about the mysterious disappearance of Julian Assange because the media just won't talk about it. Yeah, of him. course not. Just but that's how it goes. But that's not how once, it's supposed a, to go. Once it's a ex- subject, it shouldn't be that like, way. Like, like, let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Well, Where, what happened to that story? Well, well they killed him. Different. And so all of his rich, powerful buddies right. who are fucking children are now free. Well, what, they, they, they will exactly. never be but brought that's what to I'm justice. Not what, yet. What happened Hopefully to that one day. There was, there was Trump a, knows that shit. There was a fucking, you know, there was a call for he probably know, does. lynchings to, 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 you know, Find this shit out. Let's get these motherfuckers. And that's that's our culture. Uh, and then that, a hurricane that, happened in that, Florida, and everybody's like, "Oh, forget about this." It's like the this. outrage of the day. The <laughs> right. outrage of the day. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we are reduced to. But uh, the 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 Julian Assange stuff, the Pam Anderson talking to uh, um, McCain's daughter, Megan McCain, was fucking hilarious. All right, dude. what's up? What happened? Was, what? She, so, was so, she shutting her down? Oh no. Um, this, uh, what's, what's her name? McCain's Megan McCain, Megan McCain, bro, is trying to slam Julian Assange, trying to slam him as uh-huh. a cyber terrorist and all this stuff, just because he's trying to bring the truth out to the people. Uh-huh. And, uh, Pam Anderson's having none of it. And, uh, dude, she is drilling her with facts, dude. And it is just like, Real. it's one of, the, I'm telling you right now, I had never been a bigger Pam Anderson fan until I watched this. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, Pam Anderson, you're fucking awesome. You're fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. But now I'm like, all right, sweetheart, you are fucking the greatest. Like you're fucking awesome. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to check. Dude, she handles it with such class. I think everybody was a pretty big Pam Anderson fan back in the mid 90s. It made me a fan again. Okay. It made me a fan again because huh. I haven't thought about Pam Anderson, dude, since literally fucking early 2000s, 90s. Right, and right, right, right. Like, she was way sexy then. She still is sexy for an older woman, but she's like, dude, man. Got you went back and watched some videos? No, I didn't need to. I'd already, I, that's in the old Spank Bank. I remember that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, dude, also the way the she handles her. Also, the second consecutive show that the Spank Bank has been mentioned. Yeah, man, I'm bringing On it. the Porchville podcast. I mean, dude, what are you guys using? <laughs> I don't know. The internet. Like I mean, everybody else, the internet. I don't. I can close my eyes and think of some sexy I'm too, stuff. I'm I don't too need old to. for that shit. Are you really? 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 Yeah, dude. Close your eyes. You can close your eyes and fucking picture some shit. And yeah. You're good to go. Yeah, like a normal Fuck human, that. Nick. Fuck Imagine. that. Yeah. An hour Fuck and a half, that. two hours later, maybe. <laughs> 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 yes. If I disappear with my cell phone and my charger, you know what time it is. That's it. All right. Hey, don't get me wrong, man. I, I got to go. I'll be back in that. time for dinner. Nothing pumping, wrong with that. Just pumping out that man milk. <laughs> but especially, you know, you got you got the old lady there. and you. you As you, my wife walks by and hear Joe say, pumping out the old man milk. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's another night on the porch. Another yeah, night man. on the porch. We're, we're porching it. <laughs> But dude, it was really awesome, and if you, I think you guys would really enjoy it because it's. I mean, dude, it's not a, a liberal or conservative thing. This is a, a all-encompassing issue, and that's the American people being lied to. I agree. And that's and that's what that's all freaking Pam's talking about in in the thing, and and it's it's just re- remarkable to hear all these mainstream media hosts ask these 
redundant and just like they're not they don't listen to a word she says she says facts and freaking then they ask her the same question over again like they didn't listen to a word she said dude yeah that that is our media today redundant as a whole questions that's and, and they're they're asking questions not to get an answer but rather to trip you up yeah to get a reaction yeah, so they get look at this because it's like oh i just said this and explained it to you and then they ask you a question on the exact same thing that you just sat there and explained. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, what? Like, uh, I don't, I don't quite understand. Like, first of all, you can't have an intelligent conversation with that if you say something and then they just didn't hear a word you said. People don't listen <laughs> to to listen; they listen to respond. Yeah, well, especially our media nowadays, they don't even give a shit well, about what anyone says. Uh, yeah. They don't know. They True. don't care. They want their, they want to spin their narrative. They want their soundbite. Yeah, they want to spin their narrative. Whatever, whatever they want to say, that's what it's going to be, man. Which, Look at the rude which boys. Which is why I, I have, I have absolutely fallen in love with this medium that we are doing right now. Yeah. Just the fucking podcast medium because we can say whatever the fuck we want to say and put it out there in, in, in long form format. So, you know, we can we can form a thought and an opinion and explain it and, and have a discussion, exchange ideas. It's a beautiful description. You know, and that's fucking awesome, man. It really Amen. is. You know, as opposed to just, you know, 10 seconds of uh, whatever bullshit that, that gets skewed and twisted and turned, you know, so. Yeah, if you've got if you've got a, if you've got me saying something and it's out of context, you know, it can sound like a million different things. For sure. Yeah. But if you if you listen to it in in full and it's verbatim and freaking yeah. All right. It might be different. Would it be cool with everyone if we moved on from politics and then I want to throw <laughs> fuck yes. Fuck want, politics. Dude. <laughs> that shit's terrible, man. In honor of it being Friday the 13th. Oh, boo. And a full moon and all this beer that I'm drinking. What is the scariest moment of your life, Nick? We heard about mm. you with the dog. Uh, I don't know if that's one. Know that's, if that's pretty a good. Scariest Nick. moment, really? Scariest moment. You screamed. I screamed like a little bitch. Hey. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I if I want to hear Reed. I want to hear Reed's. Reed has been quite quiet. Reed has been a little. Yeah. You got to drink up. Drink up, Reed. He, well, maybe that's a problem. I, I don't he know. was drinking some of that monkey a little while ago. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. Scariest moment ever? Uh, yeah, and, and just throw out one. It does. You don't have to like do a chart. A moment where you were just like, "Oh fuck!" I've got one. All right, this all may right. not end well. So we're out on the farm, and I like it already. <laughs> we're just trying to get settled. It's me and Mandy and the kids, and we start we start hearing some noises, and I hear a, a door open and shut. So I'm like freaking the fuck out. What do you, you mean know? you start hearing some noises? What do you hear? Like people. Talking. People noises. People noises. Okay. Right? Not like... (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I'm, like, sitting in bed, like, wondering, should I get up? Should I do this? Should I do that? And I I do. Of course. And uh, it's, like, pitch black. So, I'm, like, trying to find my way really fast. But I get lost in my room because I can't find shit. Did you get the gun? Well, I'm, I'm looking for the door. I'm looking Jesus for the door. Christ. You can't find the door. It's probably not the best idea to go for the gun. I couldn't even. He I got didn't, lost in his. The room. gun was in. <laughs> the gun was in the safe at the time. So I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? So I can't find the door. I'm like scratching around the walls and finally find the door. You ain't got a hide a safe or a flashlight? No. A stick? I couldn't find anything. <laughs> Let the right. man tell. I was story. scary. Tell the it story. Tell your story. So 
I hear, you know, there was people talking, and and uh, you know, I go I go to the kitchen. And I'm like scrunched down, and I like jump into the island, and I grab a knife, and I like crouch down behind the island. I'm like thinking, okay, if this motherfucker comes through this door, I'm gonna jump on his back and stab him. And my <laughs> heart just jump on his back and stab him. Yeah. That's gangster as fuck, Reed. See, so, I told you, Reed's badass. So, like, I'm just, I'm just that. waiting there for like, you know, a good ten minutes, just listening, thinking, listening, and thinking. I mean, nothing ever came of it, thank God. But you guys live on that some shit was scary. I bet, I bet it was. Wait, where, where were you when this happened? At my house. Do you guys have any property there? Or are you guys? It's like 32 acres. So why was someone next to your house, bro? Well, we what we found out was that. The neighbors were shooting guns down the down the down, you know, the, down the way, so they acres, weren't even close to your away. house. And we could hear them; we could hear their voices uh, coming through the fields, like echoing off the trees and shit. Just yeah, just they were they were out there talking. They you know they were probably partying. I don't know, right. but we could hear them from a distance. And it just sounded like they were right up on you guys, huh? It sounded like somebody was whispering wow. to us. But that's it, crazy. Yeah, it was it was pretty freaky. But Dude, I would have walked learned. out there. I would have walked out there like, "Hey, get the fuck off my property, bitch!" But they were miles away. And you would have been yelling to nobody. Yeah, exactly. Though, <laughs> they're, they're but I wouldn't have been scared. Uh, look, look I at Mister Tough scared. Guy over here, uh, you're, bro. You're one of them keyboard warriors, aren't you? <laughs> Negative, sir. Yeah, Negative, yeah, sir. You got me. Got, got me you. twisted. Got you. you got me twisted. I've, big I've time been job. in a similar situation like that where I was laying in bed one night and I heard this noise. And I just knew that there was somebody outside in the carport. At the time, I didn't have a garage. Just carport wide open, the washer and dryer area out there. Car parked out in the, in the carport and everything. And I'm hearing this banging noise. And I don't know what the fuck it is. But I grabbed, for the first time since I was a gun owner, I grabbed my gun, loaded it, went to go investigate to figure oh. out who was in my fucking carport. Didn't that feel good? It felt fantastic. Yeah, I bet it did. But it's still, I mean, it was still a very, you know, heightened sense of like, oh shit, what's, what's about to happen? And I walked out, and I'm, and I'm hearing it. It's getting closer and fucking closer and closer. And I walk out, I, I mean, I grab the door like, okay, it's time. Yeah. Go time. Open and, and get it. And I pulled that fucking door open, and I realized, well, that's right. My daughter had stepped in some mud puddles earlier, so we're drying her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so all that buildup, <sighs> no delivery. But how is that, is that? But the shoes were dry, and they looked fantastic. Is that your scariest moment? Uh, no, scariest. No, I gotta say scariest, something because no. well, let's let's hear Joe's. Well, prior to him knowing that it was boots. That was pretty scary, thinking somebody's, like, rolling around outside your house, right? Well, but at the same time, the man had a gun yes in his hand. Yes and no. I mean, it wasn't... It, I've never been scared with a gun in my hand. It really wasn't... You haven't? I didn't, never. I didn't feel... That's the scariest times. Scared. Never been I scared. Felt, I felt like... I felt in control of the situation, because I felt like, okay... You could shoot somebody. Whatever's about to happen, like, I'm going to deal with it. You know, if there's somebody... If I open this door to somebody on the other side, 
Caboosh. You know, and they come at well, me, man. Caboosh. I'm gonna, I'm, you can't just caboosh if well, they're on the Well, if they side. come at me. Yeah, if they attack him, I'm going to fucking I'm gonna shoot him. He's coming right you know, for us. That's, that's, that's that. <laughs> but, <laughs> sir, you shot him in the back. Believe, <laughs> believe, he was doing the moonwalk. Leading up to it, it really it really wasn't that scary. Um Gosh, I'd have to. I'd have to. I would have to put some right. thought in on so, that. One. So, so my. What about you, Joseph? All right, I got. So this is the one that jumped into my head. So I'm living with, you know, my buddy Doug and Jason from Drop Ten. Oh, yeah. and Clay. We're living out in Lake Butler. Drop Ten. Of all of all places. In this itty bitty house, and for whatever reason, at the time I would sleep naked. I I no longer do that, but. It's, it just gets so sweaty. Did 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 Lauren request that you not do that? No, longer? this is years before Lauren. I, di- I didn't know about a Lauren back in 1999 or whenever the fuck this happened. But I'm I'm in my bed naked and I hear a noise. It sounded like someone coming in the window of the bathroom. So I'm like, huh, and I'm home alone, naked, <laughs> and. I like had this itty bitty like pocket, <laughs> pocket knife. <laughs> oh, okay. He's naked, itty bitty. Uh, I wasn't sure where we were going there. <laughs> pocket knife. <laughs> had a little pocket knife. Pocket, pocket knife. knife. That he, uh, where I, did you have that pocket knife? At it was if you I, were naked. I, it was like, do you just have one on you? I guess it, it was, but I had it. it. It was in my hand. I remember standing at, at the door okay. of of the bedroom, and I and and I walked, but naked. So. And then, sure enough, the window of the bathroom opens. Holy shit. And then I can very clearly hear someone trying to be quiet climb into the window through the shower, put their feet down. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The whole time you're standing there and, and, And I'm like. If I had urine in my bladder, I'd have pissed myself because I'm terrified, right? And you're standing there nude the naked, whole time. Naked, holding like a two-inch pocket knife <laughs> against like this massive killer that's rolling into my place, right? <laughs> so the, the, it's it's a human, sneak, comes through the bathroom, and just they, they open the bathroom door, and I like jump out. It's Jason. <laughs> it's, a, Jason it's, a singer, it's a singer of, of, of my band I'm in. Oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Because I'm naked. As with you're a standing there I'm, naked. With a pocket I'm, I'm like, but you were coming. He's like, I didn't, didn't want to wake you up. I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> are you real right now? Get the fuck out. And, and my heart's going like this. I'm not going to go to sleep for a week after oh that. Oh, my God. That... That was that was mighty terrifying. So that is woo. I don't, I don't even I don't even know what mine really would be. I, I really don't. Um, that def- dog story story. Yeah, the dog the dog yeah. story is pretty good. I mean, that was that was. I really thought I was going to die that day. Well, in the the you boot know. story, Cody, what you got? You got something scary? I, I do, man. But I. Uh, but what? We're friends here. No it's, one's listening. It's different, man. Like, <laughs> I got, I got, I got two right now. One is not really the. It's not a scary story, but it it scared me here recently because I've been thinking about it here a lot, man. Thank you, Katie. Um, like, dude, whenever I was a kid, uh, this is this is what I've been thinking about here recently, man. When I was a kid. I was riding my bicycle and I fell in the road, and a fucking car 
just almost ran over my head. Oh. And literally was like a couple inches That's from, terrifying. from running over my head. And uh it, it's, shit. it's scary, man. You yes. know, like I'm thinking I'm thinking to myself, like, uh I have kids, man, and if if something like that ever happened to my kid where he fucking head got ran over uh, or something like no, that, I, I lose my Jesus. mind. No. You know? Why like did that, you verbalize that? Yeah, well, I, I've been thinking about that here recently. And that's like something that's, as a father, you know, that kind of stuff scares me. Yeah. And it's like, that's what we have to accept as being a father is like our kids are going to put themselves in situations where they're going to have to be able to, to do it on their own without us, you know? And like that yeah. kind of stuff is, is scary to See, me. See, that's... that. The the thing is, is that I know how close I was to dying. When you like bring two inches, when you bring your running when you bring kids right into over. the equation, then the likelihood for like absolutely horrifying yeah, it's experiences increases exponentially. My my daughter, for instance, we were we were in the mall one day, and my daughter was standing right behind me, and I turned around, she was gone, nowhere to be found. And wow. for for a second, that was the scariest moment. Like, I believe ever. I can, yeah, I believe you. And of course, 100%. she was hiding in the fucking clothes rack. Uh, and oh, and Jesus. and I think that was the like first and I last time I used to do that. I did that. Too. Every kid did that. <laughs> Guess whose kids can't do that? This guy's. <laughs> they go to grab a t-shirt. I'm like, don't you fucking get in there, goddamn it! I swear to God, we're gonna have a problem. Dude, like, your heart I'll, just I'll, drops. It does, bro. Bro. man. It, like, it did. It really, oh. truly did. So uh, well, we, uh, if I can jump in, kid's story. Hannah, all right, my daughter, w- one morning I'm sleeping, and Lauren gets up earlier than I do. Well, I'm sleeping, but I see her, like, dart. In I can't the- wait till Lauren hears that part. Well, she's, she's, kn- she's, she's going to laugh. She probably already knows what story I'm going to tell. I'm talking about when, when, when just hearing you say, Lauren gets up earlier than I do, <laughs> I can hear her go, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm in trouble right now. All oh. right. So anyway, oh yeah. So so, so she comes into the room and she's just moving <laughs> a little quicker. And I know. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, what's the matter? She's like, I can't find Hannah. What? Oh my Whoa. god. Joe Herschel's on his feet in no time. And I know. Boom. I know nothing crazy happened because the dogs didn't go off. And we had Jack and Jill. There ain't nothing going on with Jack and Jill. It didn't All slow right. you down one. Oh, not not a second. <laughs> because where the fuck is Hannah, right? Right. But but I knew like some crazy guy didn't come get her. But did she walk out the house on her own? She's like four or five at the time. Oh wow! So the first oh. thing I do, oh wow! I, r- I run to the front door, it's locked. Good. That means she didn't get out because she wouldn't have been able right. to lock it behind her. But where the fuck is she? She's not in the room. Where we Hannah? Hannah? No, can no answer. Where the fuck is our daughter? Right? Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my! I'm I'm like. Feeling anxiety right now. Running out, looking in the backyard. I go to her room. Her blankets are disheveled. I'm like, "Where's my daughter?" So I get down and I look and I go deep under her bed, like way under the bed, and I see this little lock of brown hair. Oh man! And I'm like, "Jesus!" So in in the middle of the night, she had gotten and you know, kids like to hide and and do and right. Kids. Well, she fell asleep under there. Oh, holy God. shit, brother. Oh, so did you wake sick. her up, get her out? And yeah. of course uh, well, he like, did, right? Yes. Never sleep under the bed again. No, oh, no, come D- on. D- didn't give her a hard time oh. because I was just so thankful to a find her right. B that she was. Mom good. can do that. Oh, oh. oh. 
<laughs> Joe's just like, thank God I didn't have to go I, fucking. I, I really did. I felt a sense of anxiety. I, my just son's done the that. same thing. It was thing, wild, Joe. dude. Have y'all ever Never forgot a kid? Never though. Never. No. Never. Have I've you been forgotten forg- a kid? <laughs> I've been forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I've been forgotten. I, feel like, I, I need to hear about you. I feel like Reed is forgotten. So like, I, you know, <laughs> we were in uh, Walmart or something, and it was me, Gage, and Caden, and we're, we're heading to the car. And how how old were they at the time? Uh, I don't know, like probably, you know, six and four. Uh huh. Young. And still. They they yeah, both man. still sit in the back seat. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. So. Usually they both get in on the same sides, and I. Uh, that was a good one. I get in dry. and I. It was like dry. I hear Gage get in. I hear the door shut. I start driving off. No. Oh my god. I, no. No. And, you and didn't. then and then Reed. about five seconds later I hear a. <laughs> and I, I slam on the brakes. And I turn around, and Caden's missing. Caden's <laughs> the little one, too. Caden's the little one. And I t- I'm like, Gage, where's Caden? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, he didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd tell me this before I'm I back down? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> what, did I, what happened? Did I you run over him? Mandy's going to kill me. Him? You got to look out for your old man. What the fuck? Yeah. So I jump out of the car. I go around to the back. I can't see him. I'm, like, freaking out. Oh yeah! I, I come back around. And he's just standing there with this look on his face. Pissed like, off! Holy shit, Dad! You just forgot me. God, that's Dad, just, that's Daddy how it happened was, to Joe Dirt. Daddy was just playing, <laughs> son. Daddy was just playing. That was that was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. Did, oh how God. how long did it take you to tell your wife that story? She's gonna. Hear she still it. doesn't know. She's gonna hear it when she, she hears this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> you might not recover from this one, bud. Oh this is the last God. time we're gonna hang out with Reed oh. right here. It was a. Uh, it was. It was actually really bad. I, I felt horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I thought the you know the door shut. Both of them got in. They usually whoop 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 whoop, and then is that is in, that what you did, shuts. Reed? You you thought. Is that what you did? I didn't oh, think. I was just man. thinking. No, it was the lack of thinking. That man <laughs> just was like, he was an autopilot and was like, yep, kids are in. Ready kids to go, baby. Like <laughs> hey, one less mouth to feed. Let's roll. <laughs> oh, my God. You win, son. Oh. <laughs> you are the chosen oh one. Oh, my goodness. I, I, no, I've never, I've never forgotten a kid. Uh, I only job. forgot him for 10 seconds. Uh, for 10 it seconds. Counts. Yeah. It <laughs> counts. It's, it's going to count when Mandy hears it. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was on a field trip. I was on a field trip whenever I was in like sixth grade or something. We went to this water park. Uh, not Wild Waters, but something like that. Wild Adventure or something next to Bush Gardens. And, uh, dude, we had been there all fucking day. We left, whatever. We, we The last place we went to was this little like playground water park area. And, like, so our whole class is on there. Well, I'm over there fucking playing around, doing all this shit. Well, eventually, I don't see any more of my classmates, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, where the fuck is everyone at? And, I, I like, I've been there playing my ass off, and then all of a sudden, I'm just like, where the fuck are my classmates? And I walk around, I'm like, damn, I don't see nobody. These motherfuckers left me, dude. They left me. The whole bus was halfway <laughs> home. It was like an hour drive. They were like 30 minutes down the road before they even realized I was gone. No head count? I was going to say, exactly. they didn't do a fucking they head count. They didn't do a head count until they were almost home. 
Oh and my then they God. realized they had fucking they were down one. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, it happens. It happens. <laughs> so so you you had made friends at this bar. Oh, bro, and, and I you're had like a great time. Beers. You got chicks the whole night. No, no chicks, no nothing like that, but I had had a great time. I think I, this was a school trip. Yeah, you oh, say? so you were a kid. A, yeah, this was a school trip and I was like in 6th grade or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. But yeah. uh, so not I mean, all of us were slamming beers in the sixth grade, Joseph. Right, but it was it was like <laughs> why you got to kink shame me? I still had a great time, bro. Like, we were on the playground doing our shit and like wet and wild doing all. I was still doing all the slides. I had I had like thirty minutes, forty five <laughs> minutes before they freaking got back, so I went and hit some more slides. What's up, bitches? Oh, that's awesome. Dude, they were like the the people. So I went and found some people who worked there, and I'm like, hey man, they forgot me. Uh, you guys can get in touch with them somehow. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm going to need a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was cool, man. And then my teachers, whenever they got there, they're freaking the fuck out. They're like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck y'all doing, you stupid asses? Y'all didn't, I'm in sixth grade telling them they didn't do a fucking head count before uh, they left. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. So I went... Uh, to the YMCA summer camp for like two years when I was like 12, 13 years old. I put the fear of God inadvertently into my camp counselors <laughs> because we went to the beach for a trip one day and they were very clear. You stay together. You have a buddy, blah, blah, blah. Buddy system. I decided to just go off and take a nap. I was woken up by a helicopter going uh, up and down the shore. Wow. Yeah, that was for me. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where did you take a nap at? Just on the uh, beach? On a, on a bench on a boardwalk in Stewart, Florida. Whoa. Bro. Yeah. How, you, how old were you? Uh, 12, 13 years wow, old. Wow, that's terrifying. They dude. thought I, I, I woke shit. up, and I just, like, stroll on back to the camp. <coughs> Man, did I get fucking yelled at. <laughs> so me and, Kim, me and Kim went to Daytona, right? We went to Daytona Beach, and we were just going to go do the Daytona Beach night one day, and we had the kids with us and shit. And... Uh, we were getting ready to leave, man, and we were packing our stuff up, walking up the beach, and all of a sudden, like, I'm kind of looking back at, like, where we were just leaving from, uh -huh. and, and there were these two dudes, man, these two dudes that were just strolling through everyone's, like, kind of, like, campsites and shit. Like, or not campsites, but, like, where their, all their towels and beach stuff were, right? Just all of them. Anyone, if they had kids, they were walking up to them. It didn't matter. Well... These motherfuckers were strolling looking for kids. No. Yes. Dude. No. Yes. What? No. They were uh, convicted pedophiles. I think they, uh, they yes. should have been shot in the face and, immediately. Uh, they were creeping Fuck everyone out, right? So we, me and Kim called the fucking law. Or Kim, good, Kim, Kim good, called the law. And, I mean, this is how we so found out. People are scared to take action, but oh, never, action dude. needs to be taken. Never, right? But they hadn't done anything. Say something. They hadn't something, done anything. They're just... Stuff. They're just the way they were acting around everyone's kid was malicious like, intent, man. It was so it was so obvious. It was so obvious, but so they hadn't done anything illegal. So you know for diddling I mean? some kids, but right? what you they, said they were pedophiles. They were pedophiles, and the reason why we know this is because we called the law and they uh, apprehended them, and uh, they then told us that yes, thank you for calling us. These men are uh, convicted pedophiles, and uh, they probably weren't supposed to be anywhere near that fucking beach. Yeah, get them out of there. They weren't supposed to be uh. there, but that's a big issue uh. that they're having. I mean, these all these they were kind of like homeless guys, you know what I mean? But they were out there just fucking all the little kids. That's what they Jesus. wanted. They were anywhere there was because we had our kids with us, right? And so, like, of course, we're fucking. I'm I'm 
dude. Hawking it. Hawking it. Yes, sir. I go anywhere, bro. My alert level is yeah. fucking through so the So much roof. with you. I am hyper vigilant. I mean, that's a typical dad. I can't even, you might right? be way over there, but I see I can't even, where I, you're at. Because we don't want to yeah. lose our kids. You know where no. they are at all times. We don't want to lose our kids. I can't even sit with my back towards a door. Like, I got to be able to see who's are coming and going yeah. and all that stuff. Like, that's the way I swear I to God. But, dude, it was crazy, man. Swear to God. That guy was, those two, it was two guys working together. Trying to fucking creep on some kids. Hey, now I feel stupid telling a story about forgetting my kid. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, now I feel stupid. <laughs> I don't, man. I feel stupid about that's me and my buddy shit. walking around the beach one time. I thought, I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Never, dude. Never. Not Reed, man. Reed's oh like my cool. God. I'm dude ever. Oh, bro. my God. Oh, that. No, no. I, I just, it is a matter of fact, with all the. You know the 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 recent shootings and stuff like that. People just walking into establishments and opening fire. It's like, even my wife turns around. She's like, no, 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 no. You need to you need to be facing the door. Yeah. You know. You need to know where your exit. So it's either so that I can protect or I can be the first one shot, and she collects on the insurance, one or the other. Well, is, Katie, you have one of those. You got one of those life insurance <laughs> on Nick. It's a good bet. She just flashed the money sign. Hey. What, what, what does that mean? Paper, paper. This Pepsi tastes a little funny. All right, yeah. so, <laughs> so I, I, cyanide. I kind of want to switch gears here, Joe. You you mentioned something earlier. Um, yeah. About your kid boxing. Yeah. What? That's yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Boxing. Yes, sir. That's so the fucking great. Little Halen. So doing some boxing. Halen has done baseball pretty much his whole life, and he's been in football for a few years as well. And he's well. like a he's like a he's like a star in fucking baseball. He's like a stud. He's, I he's mean, pretty badass. Every dad's gonna say that about their kid. And your kid a, looks like he's a baseball star. And he's and he's a he lefty. Like a le- athletic. He's a lefty. He, he's Young a lefty. Kid. He's a pitcher. He's. Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. Before we get too much he's, further, he's my retirement plan. <laughs> right. Before we get too much further into a lot into the the boxing. Yeah. So your kid and your kid, Reed, you, you, y'all's 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 boys played a game together. Yep. Against each other. Yep. How'd that go? In baseball, I wasn't yeah. there. So uh, how'd that go? Who won? Uh, our team won, I think. But hey! <laughs> but didn't my kid strike your kid out? Because I heard about that's that. That's what I heard about. <laughs> that's, what I heard about. <laughs> that's what I heard about that. That's what I heard about. We, I wasn't there because we were on our way to welcome the Rockville. Right, yep, welcome to Rockville. I wasn't there either. So. <laughs> we're fine, Dad. You guys heard about that, though. <laughs> yeah. dude. That would have been. The, I'm telling you right now. If sometime my if my kids are ever playing sports against my friends' kids, I'm gonna be like, listen, I'm gonna go there, and if my kid does anything else against your kid, I'm gonna talk all the <laughs> shit. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's like another level of you know shit talking. So, 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 so anyway, boxing. Yeah, lay so, it on us. So he's like, he's he's always been really good with the team sports, but Lauren and I have been, we wanted him to have something where. There's no excuses, buddy. Right. It's on you. You can't right. blame your shortstop. You can't blame sure. the coach for calling the wrong play. It's one you. On one. It's you. So, of all the individual sports, I wasn't going to have him do tennis or, or and nothing against that. But, like, you know, let, let's get it. Let's get conditioned. Let's be strong. He's a pretty masculine kid. Let's learn how to knock somebody the fuck out. Right. Yeah. All right? There a we go. valuable That's skill. That's what I'm talking about, Joe. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh. We went who, down. Whose idea was it to do the boxing? Was it was it 
his idea was your idea and, so he, and I, he was like oh i love that idea i floated the idea and it was it was gobbled up he's like yes i yes. I, w- I would like to try that cool let's go so we went down to this gladden boxing club and they do have a class for kids he and he 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 got worked the fuck out. He they had yeah, him doing it's oh, rough, con, it's conditioning, 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 sweating, and, and and but now he's into and it. And that's just like a it's not like a like air conditioned gym. No, no, I mean it's it, like, it's actually a garage, yeah, uh, an auto garage, yeah, that they converted. But yep. they got a ring. They got they got everything in it's there. Throwing over off Thirteenth Street. Bingo. Not that anybody else listening knows what the fuck Thirteenth Street is, but you that's know, the we place. Know. That's the place. Thirteenth yeah. so, Street. So it's across from the Army Navy store. Yeah, Portugal. So, uh, but now he's like, he's watching, uh, you know, Tommy Hearns on YouTube and Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar and Ray, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, so he's locked in. He's locked in. And it's going to, it's going to help him with his conditioning, with his balance. And it's also going to help him with his discipline. Um, so he's doing that and he's, he's loving it. So here's one of my, thi- one of my keys, I think, in boxing, dude, uh-huh. is, Whenever you have to know when to go on that attack, and uh, having some knowledge of how to box, you'll kn- you'll understand that timing a little bit better, dude. And and then that's why this is why um, Mike Tyson's one of my favorites is because whenever his timing is there, he fucking knocks you the fuck out, right? Oh, Tyson, oh, he's the best. Like, like, dude, it it doesn't. All he needs is that one moment where it's his turn. And it's over, and he goes straight for the kill every time. So I see fights, uh, and often there's one participant who does not know how to throw a punch, and they're they're simply, it's just the weight of their arm. They're yep. not really driving well, look, through. Look at look at, look at Ronda Rousey Ooh, when when God. she when she came back and, and and had those last few fights. That was one of her biggest uh, criticisms by people was. You know, her boxing. And her coach you know, is talking like, about how good her boxing is the whole fucking She time. may have been a fantastic fighter overall, but but when it came time to stand there in the center and, you know, blow for blow, she failed. She, she well, lost. She, I respect her, but she got into the movies and the WWE. No, her coach she, was saying he she would beat freaking Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. It, that she was she bought the lie, and yep. it, it cost her dearly. Yes, it she, did. She let her ego defeat yeah. her. Yep. She believed the hype. She can still kick any of our asses. Oh though. yeah, I'm fairly certain of that. You no, know, she's a judo. Olympian. Oh yeah, a judo. I, I mean, I'm, I'm good with. That. I would be fine. With I'd that. be okay with it. You know what? I would love to fight Ronda Rousey. Let me Ronda Rousey come get this. It w- I mean, <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> well, watch you choke her ass out. I'd love it. <laughs> My money's on you. I, 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 I promise you, I wouldn't be scared of Ronda Rousey, dog. Like my, I my, be. my my money is on. If I'm gonna fight anybody, I ain't gonna be scared of fighting them. Cody ends up like a story he told last week, where he stands up with a fucking raging Rager. heart on. That's that'd be, that'd be Cody's situation. I'd, after after I was done, I'd be getting <laughs> yes, my hand raised with a rager. On. No, you lost. No, I won. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, but I won. No, you lost. I but, got. <laughs> but but did I really? Because <laughs> my trophy's right here. Did, <laughs> <laughs> did, did I really lose? I, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. She'd probably slay my ass because she's probably hands. I mean, well, no. Cody, probably. I love you. She I is love one you. of the best fighters in I the world. I love you. 
but I'm a hundred percent certain yeah. she would slay your ass. Yeah, you would Absolute. not be able to raise that beer bottle. She would she break my arm. Oh my god, break my arm. Shred it. Oh, I wouldn't let her. See, I I, I would I would enjoy every minute of it. I know these judo throws that she's gonna do try to do. I know her trips. I know her throws. I would just stand and bang with her like Amanda Nunes did and bust her head. Yeah, that's what you would do. I'm yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do too. Yeah, it's just me, like Amanda yeah. Nunes. Me, me, me three. I, I sense a lack of confidence in in your words. I don't, I don't know. I could be I could be off base. Well, I think the solution is that we need to find you a sparring opponent. It's got to be a female. Like, let's just all go to the twenty four seven Super Walmart down the road. You just attack some <laughs> random woman in the frozen food aisle. We'll film it. I'll take your and, lead, and, Joe. And we'll link it. I'll take your lead. No. I'll take your lead. Bro. I think, I, I'm an idea guy. That, think, that's what I do. I I know, I'm hearing that idea, and I'm thinking it's kind of shit. <laughs> I'm thinking and, I'm uh, going to jail. I'm not going to do that yeah, I ever. Think, I, think we, I think this may be grounds for, like, premeditation yeah. right here. I think yeah, that may be shit. what this is. Never hey, going to do it. Hey, do me a favor. Hand me that monkey rum. Yes, sir. Beautiful Ooh. bottle of monkey rum. There's not a lot left. Oh, my God. We've been kind of on that. We all we all know the porch rules, gentlemen. The, the port there's there's not a lot of rules on the porch, but one of the rules on the porch is you can drink as much of this shit as you want to, as long as I can drink as much as I want to. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the rule. That's the that's well. Like I, the I only switched back over. Uh, I'm I'm back on the mics. Mics hard. Our lemonade. lemonade. That's been your jam for so long. Forever. Yeah. I know, man. I know. Hey, hey, you don't hey like no this? shame. No I, shame. It, it tastes good and uh, they're refreshing. Hey, I'm not gonna argue with it. What, you know, hey, I'll you, take some of that monkey. You know, you know what's funny, and 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 this is why, like, I started drinking, uh, you know, stuff like Mike's Hard Lemonade, or because uh, Reed's know. from the future. He's actually, or no, are you an alien? <laughs> start, he's, he's refined. Alien. You he's guys refined. seen Men in Black? Hit the guy com- guy comes up in the Edgar suit. He's like, uh, sugar, uh, water. That's awesome. Uh. I love that part. <laughs> No, no, like, like the reason the reason I stopped drinking black coffee or 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 you aliens know, love lemonade, I don't straight know what it is. straight you they know do. booze or or whatever is is because oh, it doesn't really taste all Ooh. that good. So what I do, I put cream and sugar in my coffee. Who the fuck am I trying to impress drinking black coffee? It doesn't taste good. Yeah, well, it's the sugar. So I throw some sugar, so throw some cream in there. It's fantastic. It's so delicious. He, here's how I do my coffee. Why do people drink black coffee? Here's how I do my coffee, Nick. I, I'm I'm the you don't simplest. Drink black coffee, Nick? I'm Fuck the simplest no. coffee ever, bro. Racist. I get a I get a can of whipped cream. <laughs> I get a can of whipped cream, right? And I just fill my fucking coffee cup up to the fucking coffee? brim with whipped cup or with whipped cream. And then I just pour my hot coffee on top of it. And by the time I have a fucking bro, uh, bro foamy froth on the top, that it's delicious. Sounds kind of good. I, get, I got some cream for your coffee. I'm talking about semen. <laughs> I'm so glad. I don't drink semen. I'm so glad. Is that, do you use? Do you drink that regularly? I'm so glad it was. Is quiet that something for you drink that. every night? I'm giving you the opportunity. <laughs> I, I'll pass. I'm, I don't even need to let you finish that. I'll pass that. I'll pass on that. I know that's something that I wouldn't enjoy. I don't know. Is that? Do you enjoy it? Is that, is it good? I, I think I might enjoy it if you drank my semen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. eh, that's good. That's good. Welcome to Portugal, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> this is this hey. Is, you know how I know you're gay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know what's. You know what's funny is is so we've we've done a couple episodes of the podcast as as it is right now, and I think this is probably the most authentic. Like how the fucking porch really is. This is what we do, man. We just sit out, we hang out, we have a good fucking time. We throw out 
wacky off the cuff bullshit, you know, and it it's just about having fun. Like there's yeah, man, there's I'm having fun. There's so much, like, serious bullshit in the world, like, you know, in our lives, day to day. So we get together, we hang out, we have some drinks, and we and we just so, Nick, have fun. So, you have been my best friend for I don't know how long. Dude, we've, been to, we've been together since 2001. Since you bought those chucks you're wearing. What about me, Joe? You are, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, hey. not going to have you pick my kid up from the store or nothing, but you're all right, you know? You might forget him, but... But hey, of all the ideas you've ever had, this podcast is is great because you're welcome. I, is, is this you? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. It was a it was a culmination. I, I made sure you know. it was something that Nick really wanted to happen. Cody really made sure that, like, honestly, because you know, I I talked about different different incarnations, different types. Uh, you know, I have a lot of different interests. You know, obviously, you know music um i've i've been into you know paranormal stuff true crime about stuff days and well but that was the thing is that you know the podcasts that i listened to were always really focused on one thing and when cody and i started talking about doing a podcast it was like well let's do a podcast and let's just talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about well, like dude, it doesn't do this have every to be night anyway. this is right. what we do like and this let's is better than a lot and, of the bullshit that's out there and, and that's why I was going with it because we we've been hanging out on the porch on and it's porch, been called yeah. the porch for like years and years and years and years so now like over a decade it's being documented yeah. it's being a thing people are listening it's getting momentum i think it's it's like the i, I love it i love the yeah. whole concept We've gotten we've gotten some really cool reviews. Uh, not well, not like formal, you know, reviews on you know different pages, but um, we're getting there. some really good feedback from you know friends. Uh, we actually I, I talked to uh, Clay Brooker, who's a, a local artist. Uh, he's actually on his way to Canada, or he he, he flew to Canada to yeah. play a show. Took his whole band to Canada, and. Uh, he was listening to episode two. He told me, he said, oh, I'll be I'll make sure to listen to it on the flight because shout out. He hit me up on uh, after we dropped the first episode and, uh-huh. and he loved it. He said, man, just keep this Porchville thing going. And, uh, you know, this is a guy he plays in the bars. So you Clay know, is rich. Riches. Singer? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, you know, he he plays the bars. That's what he does. That's his bread and butter. He's out there every night as many times as he can playing these fucking bars, doing these three, four hour sets. And uh, Jesus, God grind. bless you. God That's bless you. Grind. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, grind. but, you know, you make your money. He's doing good. Yeah. You make yep. your money on a Friday night, on a Saturday night playing these bars. And he reached out and he said, man, I love the podcast. You got to keep it going. I'm really enjoying it. And I said, great. Let's get you on the podcast and let's talk about your journey. Because that's, you know, a lot of the a lot of the people that we're going to bring on, it's not going to be like you know, these big time famous fucking artists or famous people in general. Like, but I'm interested in their stories. You yeah. know, one of the things that whenever new people would come to the porch is I'd always just look at them and say, all right, what's your story? And they'd look at me kind of crazy. Like, what are you talking about? Where are you from, man? What do you do? What brought you to this? Yeah. To, what brought you to the porch? You're at my house, you know? bro. And I, you know, <laughs> How I'm did always, you get here? <laughs> but I've always been just sort of fascinated by that, by, by people's journeys. And, and so... This is sort of a Why cool way to talk about those, interview those. But, you know, I asked the guy, I said, hey, well, if you ever have a Friday night where you're not you're not worried, he said, man, I'll clear a Friday to come and do that, that's super Porchville. Cool. And it, so that's what it's all about, man. It's it's 
I'm getting a little momentum, hopefully, and you know, at least amongst the locals right now. I'm going to say, just someone with a marketing background, if you are listening and you are enjoying this, the number one thing you can do is share it. Share it. With Absolutely. And, and all, it. all the Please. media. And just just p- spread the gospel. Let it, let it get it out there. If you believe in it, spread it. Share it. Subscribe to it. You know, you can find like us. Like it. Stitcher, iTunes, which we just got approved for iTunes. Yeah! Like, like 10 minutes before we Dude, started this tell podcast. Tell me that's not tonight. legit as fuck, guys. That's, that's awesome. Legit, that's super right? legit. That's like, awesome. It doesn't get any more legit. That's like catching a label, bro. And you know what? The like, the, the funny like, thing is... Oh, here's a podcast. And, yeah. And, 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 and full disclosure about it, it's, it's literally, you go to iTunes, you click a link that says, submit a podcast, and guess what you do? You submit your podcast. That's it. Is there is it is it like some major strenuous you know ten step fucking process? No, but when you look on there and it says approved, it feels Man, like you've just been through good. the ringer. It's so it's like ah yes we have achieved this this very simple basic thing that like, really anybody can do. But oh no, but you it know, takes it's like a catching lot, a label. Sure. Exactly. It's like catching a label. It's like say in the music industry, God, you pray to God you can catch a fucking label. Not, right? not nowadays. Well, not I mean, nowadays, like those but, guys, are, you know, then I'll be picked up, and then I'll have all ago. this fucking shit already lined up for me. Yeah, absolutely. Now it's like, dude, we can we can do that shit ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need. I don't need this. I don't need this and this and this and this shit. I'm just fucking sign up for that shit and well, hey, and, I'm good to go. We we talked about guests before. You know, we're still gonna have Broken Silence coming in. They're a band. Uh, based out of Gainesville, we got Houston Keen coming in. He's an artist who is from Gainesville, Chiefland area, and he moved out to Austin to go for it. Um, now we're also going to bring Clay Brooker in, add him to the fold. Yeah, and man. then we've also got a guest that I'm actually really excited about. Probably one of the one of the ones that I'm more more excited about than than any is uh, a woman named Kristen Crisp and Crisp Crisp and. Um, She's she's a life coach, and oh, like, be fun. like I just like she does yoga and all this sort what? of stuff. And again, it's it's about the journey. You know, I want to hear yeah. her like how she got from point A to to where she is now. Dude, that's and cool. I just like the fucking story along the way, and I think that's why this whole thing is going to be kind of cool because it's 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 just about the fucking story, man. It's just about like. So how did you get to where you are? If I if I can jump in, and I know we're, we're running out of time, we got we got twenty four minutes. Oh, I'm gonna take a piss then. But before I do that, <laughs> I gotta encourage everyone listening. We were talking about music earlier. So Nick Reed and myself, we were in a band called After the End. If you go to YouTube and you go After the End Red Level, yes, you're gonna catch yes. our song. You're gonna catch our video. And you want to talk about a story? I oh. wanted to open with that. Dude, they that that story yeah. is like it, it I, I I should we spoil it or, or should we make people well, go check it out? Well, I mean the the story itself The uh, song itself is Well they can hear our views awesome. and go check it out for themselves. Right. That's where so I'm at. They can hear our view the, of it and the, check the, it out. But for the themselves. story is even better. The story well there's the, the story of the song is about my wife's grandfather, Cecil Perrette, who we everybody affectionately called Ga and he came to live with us for the last few months of his life and I, I I would just sit and talk to him you know again very you know what if if he was still here he would do this fucking podcast That's awesome. and that would be amazing 
but that's essentially what we did. We just sat around and we would listen to stories, uh, you know, and I mean, the world itself was a just such a different fucking place, you know, back then in these stories that he's talking about. You know, he went, he fought in Korea, you know, all this all, just crazy stuff to hear about. Probably and, badass stories. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, absolutely. That, that's a man for that's you. That's badass yeah. stories. Yeah, he was rather. Marine Corps. I mean, he just he, colonel. And, uh, you, but, but to hear him tell it was, was just something that, like, you just knew I have to pay attention. Yeah. Because this is never going to happen again. And to be here and to live in this moment right now is so important, you know, and, you know, having having my kids here and all that sort of stuff and for them to be able to interact with him on a daily basis um, to hear some of these stories to to be, you know, for him to share his wisdom with them was absolutely fucking priceless. Yeah, you know, I know that feeling. The so, stories are so strong. God, and they're, yeah, they, they just grab you and, and it's vivid, yeah. you know. When somebody like that tells a story, you 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 see it playing out in your fucking mind. It's well, not, I mean, imagine know. being right there on the brink of the end, you know? Oh yeah. Like, and you're with your family. Wouldn't you want to share your your most? Yeah. So what I respect, uh, I uh, first of all, I miss a guy. I I'm honored to have got to meet him and know him, but I'm yep. I'm super pumped for you, Nick, that you were smart enough to grab your tape recorder and oh, yeah. and records. You know, they'd be sitting there. Telling the stories late into the night, and they could have the tape recorder Just running as a on tape the tape recorder, like That's it's so like it's the nineteen seventies. Right, I mean, it was my phone. I hit the record app. So he's from this town <laughs> in Alabama called Red Level. Red Level, Alabama, and that really started the song. Yep. And the song tells the story of his life. And at the end of the song, there's a little snippet of a of an actual recording. Man, that's of, so cool. Of, uh, yeah, yeah, and and I've done a lot of cool things in my life. That song uh, and that video, it's 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 near the very top of the yeah, list. Yeah, it, that, that was that was definitely the favorite for me. It's one of know? my favorites. And I mean, I've I've recorded music since I was sure. si- yes, yes, 16, 18 years old, and you know that was that's special. That's a it special was just song. Totally it really different, is. You know, and I mean Stan Martell up at. Up at Martell Studios in Kingsland, Georgia. Give it up for Stan. He's awesome. Yeah, we, we've been up there um, a few times, but this time, oh man, in the video. Oh, yeah. Man, all of the it. video well, was well, great. And what was cool was that was. he was it into was really it. Good. He was he was into it. You know, he felt it. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm just here to, you know, record your song, record your fucking video. Like, nah, he, hurry up, get he out. He wanted to do everything. Me. Like, he was into it, man. He fucking loved it, too. And, and that, when everybody's on board, and all of the fucking cylinders are firing. That's when it's the best, you know. I mean, it just—it was perfect. Yeah, I remember really sitting was. in the back seat of your truck and his fucking camera <laughs> right in my face. When you and, watch and, the video, and you're looking at me, Nick, <laughs> and you're laughing your ass off, and I'm just trying to like, like, sit cool and sit, <laughs> sit yeah, you know, all, um, all the tough while. and shit. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Reed, Reed had the most awkward look on his face, you know. But it was you know, it was really funny. It was it's working on his human emotions. Stan was <laughs> pumped up about it, you know, and oh, he he wanted to use the he, he wanted to use everything. Yeah. He, he had to use everything to get that video as best as it could be, and you know. it came out super excellent. Yeah, excellent. Needless to say, if you need some badass audio and video, go up and see Stan Martell. And that's 
after the end, red level. Can we post a link? Yeah, we can do that. We should post a link to that. We'll post a link of after the end, red level. We'll post that on the uh, Porchville pod at Facebook. And uh, so you can go there and check it out. Because it, it really is a freaking, it's one of my favorite songs you guys ever did, man. Well, like, I really love it. Like, it's so Americana, you know? Like, so I, it I'm, tells I'm a great you. story. I'm with Hell you. yeah. And that's the last time I've ever been in a recording studio. And if it turns out that that is the last time I know that I built and went out yes. on a high note. Yeah, wow. I mean, realistically, unless unless there's, you know, some little thing here or there that we decide to do. I, I, I'll admit, I would love one Chance. Look at Nick right now. Look at Nick right now. Get into it. I can see his eyes. Get into it. I would love, and and for anybody that knows us, uh, for anybody that's that's heard the old band Hollow Days play over the years, we were together for like sixteen years here in Gainesville. One million years. Um, but for anybody that that knows us, I would love a fucking chance to go up and record one song. And that song would be. Changing lanes. You're goddamn right, dude. Yeah, that, you're goddamn that was, right. That was that was the jam. That was that would that would have been you know if we had gone that route, that would have been our our song. That would have been the one that we pushed. I need to hear the song. What oh, you've tremendous. never heard that? You've I'm sure. Heard. I have. What the fuck is I, wrong I, with I, you? I couldn't tell. I've you never the heard name. it. I'm sure you both have heard hey, it. Hey, just Google holidays. Changing, changing lanes. <laughs> It's all How's over it the Got my blinker on and I'm changing lanes. That's exactly. I'm changing. Got my blinker 13. on, going over four lanes. <laughs> Is that it? What, did I hit it? I'm down here on University Avenue. <laughs> I'll never be able lanes. to sing that song the same again. <laughs> now that I've heard that. <laughs> got my blinker on and changing. Oh man. Oh man. I might have to write that song tonight. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Get some background. Cha 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 in the background. <laughs> Dude, oh. I, I think I think we need a Porchville song that's just like st- distinctively just ours. Just man. Porchville. Yeah. Well, right now. Or should it be a jingle? Right now, the uh, <laughs> right now the song that we've used right now has been uh, a song called "Change Our World," which is awesome. It rocks. And that was holiday. You can go. You can go on 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 the old uh, interwebs, YouTube, holidays, change our world. We wrote that song actually, you know, Joe and I we've been yeah, playing together guitar there. for yes. ever. And we had played with a friend of ours, his name's Dave Rivenbark, lives out in California. What's up, Dave? Why and uh Dave Dave is sending me a text message right this moment. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. As he's listening to this, he's like Fuck yeah, you know, or some <laughs> shit like that. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, I'm you, telling you. you, you I'm on point. I, I, I guarantee yeah. it. So much love to Dave. He's a fucking genius. Um, we got together um, with Dave after he had been away from the band for several years. After the end. And no, this was Hollow Days. <laughs> and we. Uh, it's convoluted. We're not gonna lie about it. It's and, convoluted. And, but he, he left and he came back. Yeah, blah, blah. he actually came back and 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 he was doing some work. Um, he was doing some painting and he fell off a fucking ladder. Fuck, that's right. How high was he? He's pretty fucking high. Three stories. Yeah, three stories up. Yeah, so but how how high was he? Not no not, no, no, <laughs> no 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 no. 
But so he fell off this ladder and fucked himself all up. Broke, twenty-seven broke feet. his legs or pelvis or something like that. I mean, Jesus, just, he was rocked out. So the four of us, as Parker, Luke, Nick, and myself. Well, but before that, God, that was while he was on the mend. He just sat around writing songs and writing music and recording them. Yeah, and recording the lyrics. And then once he got better, he was like, "I want to play this shit." Yeah, and so we were all like, "Hey, at that time, Holidays was sort of kind of, I'll be honest, we had been going for a while, sort of running out of gas, but Dave was in just this creative zone." Writing these songs with these lyrics, with these Gross riffs. State. He found it. That's and so best. so I was like, shit, my band's dying, but you are like flying. Dave, why don't you come back into the band as the second guitarist? We've never had a what? second guitarist. You in said the, this? Yes, Holidays sir. Holidays became a five-piece. In the history of the band, right? Whoa. Kept Parker on bass, Luke Pigeon on drums, Nick and Joe. Now we got Dave. Well, and if, if and, I... If oh, no, 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 no. Real quick. No. Okay, go because ahead. Because what we did is we said, <laughs> hey, by the way, when you come back, all the old shit, fuck it. We're done. It's all new. Yeah. We're, we're building from the ground up. We wiped up. the entire catalog clean. Boom. So we came up with like 10, 11 new songs, new tunings, all this new shit. And that is what you hear at the start and end of each Porch podcast. And it's worth saying, the first time I was listening to the Porch podcast... I heard this intro. I was like, God damn, that sounds good. Fuck Who the yes, fuck it is? Does. Oh, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That, that happened. That is a good intro. <laughs> what was what was really awesome about Dave is that when when um, Hollow Days we were together for about a year, uh, did some did some shows, had some fun, and myself and Jeremy, the original bass player, we we left. And uh, weren't really <laughs> weren't really vibing the direction we were going. Thought we could get something else going, oh, whatever. Divas, not the greatest move, but we made the move regardless. Divas. We were we were apart for a year, and then when we got back together, Jeremy, who uh, was pursuing his doctorate in economics and shit, and going on to bigger and better things, he didn't want to join back in. So we needed a new bass player. Well. We all knew Dave. Dave had been around. Dave was a guitar player. He had and been a, in a band fucking with Luke. badass guitar player. Yeah, he he played in a band with, with Luke, our drummer, during our hiatus. I came out, did a little singing here and there. Um, but Dave was a guitar player. And Dave was a fucking yeah, he was badass not, not guitar a bassist. player. I, I didn't know a lot of people that could stand on a stage with a guitar and play as well as Joe Herschel could play. Dude. And when when I heard this guy, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you, he's fucking great. OK, cool. Well, he you know, he just like just like anybody else, any any other musician, you know, they spend those young years doing nothing but sitting in their bedroom, fucking playing those same chords, yeah. working those same riffs going Grinding over and over and out. over again. You know, everybody else is out partying. You're in your fucking bedroom, you know, working on transitions or scales or right. whatever the fuck guitar players work on because I never worked on them. Um, That's a sacrifice you have to make. But the biggest sacrifice that I felt he made was when we said, hey, we're putting the band back together, putting holidays back together. Would you like to join? He was like, yeah, absolutely. And we said, cool, but you got to play bass. He didn't hesitate. He he just, he sold, wow, he dude. sold his guitars off, yep. wow. traded them in for fucking basses. 
turned around and, and, and ended up being a badass fucking bass player as well. You know? So it was just, I always thought that was really cool and I had a lot of respect. Well, that shows for, that he had a lot of respect that. for you guys. Well, he he wanted to play especially in a band. If it, especially for someone like Joe, who's also a guitarist. He, he wanted, really he had wanted to, to have some respect He wanted to Joe. play in a band that it wasn't all about, you know, fucking getting drunk or getting high or, you know, shooting this right. or doing that or yeah, snorting man. it. No needles Just in our band. Having <laughs> having fun and playing good fucking music, you know. And the and the cool thing is is that and, and actually now that I'm thinking about it, Dave is gonna be a guest on the show. I love that, man. He's he's coming in next month, so he's gonna sit down and talk to us because that guy ended up leaving Hollow Days and, and joining a band called Eve to Adam, which is based out of New York and, and they've done some they've done some, you know, some big things, played Earth Day Birthday down here and stuff like that. Yeah, with n- nationwide touring, yeah, wow. big bands, but he's out there. Tesla. Yeah. He, he, he did the shit. He and did he, the shit. He was telling us a story about That's being at the right Rainbow there. Room, standing next to Matt Sorum from Guns N' Roses or some <laughs> shit. And I'm like pushing Jerry Cantrell out the way. Yeah. What? It's like holy shit. Like so he's got some cool Get out of my way. fucking <laughs> stories. You're I'll tell you that. So I'm I'm excited to bring him in. And and he, you know what the greatest thing about Dave is is his heart. He is good people. Hundred percent. And I'm gonna say that about Jeremy, Luke, Reed, yes. uh, all all the guys that that we've that we've really locked up with. I wouldn't be friends with you guys if y'all weren't. Well, good the people. thing the thing about you know Dave, I, mean? I do know what. Yeah. yeah, I'm not friends with anybody I don't like. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> well, like dude, some people, some people you just have to be around sometimes. You know, like that's that's a thing. Well, the cool thing about Dave was that we had lost Jeremy, and and you know. When, when we started the band, I mean, we were all in our early 20s, 21, 22, you know, I mean, we were kids. And I remember Jeremy being this, like, go-getter. He was just one of those guys. At one point, he wanted to go door-to-door to sell tickets for a show that we were doing. Wow. And so a he, hero. he walked up to some door in an apartment complex, and it was a... a, a, a an apartment full of women. Yes. And so when he knocked on the door, there's some strange man out the door and he heard them inside talking about there's a strange guy <laughs> at our door. And so that was when he decided, you know what? Maybe this isn't the best approach. Oh. It's cool, ladies. <laughs> I'm in a band. Right? <laughs> but Hey, I just want to rock your world. But his en- but his enthusiasm was infectious. And when we split and got back together, you know, getting back together without that kind of enthusiasm, you know, it was it was uncharted waters. And when Dave came in, you know, I think he was probably the most enthusiastic member ever. He was driven. You know, he just he just wanted to play fucking music. It takes that. it, it, It does. His drive alone was amazing. So, Joe, I still want to talk about boxing, bro. All right. So let me let me. let me Yes. All right, fair enough. Uh, I, I still want to talk about boxing, man, and yeah, I, I'm I'm so pumped that you have your son in boxing because I'm 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 whenever my son gets to the age, I would love to get him into one of those sports, and I think baseball is one of those sports that's great for a transition into a one-on-one because in the sense you it is a one-on-one sport because when you're hitting, you're it's you against the yeah. uh, you against the pitcher, and you it's. That one individualistic. Yeah, in that aspect it is. Uh, but whenever you move into the one-on-one combat situation or like wrestling, boxing, judo, taekwondo, uh, karate, uh, 
it, wherever, whatever venue you're into, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. As, as well, I believe it or not, I talked to my daughter last night. Uh-huh. I was like, I showed her some videos of some girls flipping all their kids, and she's pretty athletic. I'm like, Hannah, would you like to do this? She's like, uh, let me think about it. So, <laughs> yeah, because she's I'll never really been it. much into sports, but show her some videos of you know kicking some kids' asses. She made, she, hey, you know what? Exactly. Maybe, but boxing, yeah. bro. Yeah. So she's, but as a, she's as a all dad, about you, being creative and all that stuff. It, could you really ask for something better for her to actually be into? Like, fuck yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna hey, do it, who's do this it. creepy guy? You know, when she's a bit older, <laughs> I think I'm gonna flip you and break your arm. How you doing? That, you're talking, you're talking judo, or you're talking Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, see, nothing I, would make daddy your. I'm a huge fan of judo, and it's a shame that here in Porchville, Gainesville, Florida, we don't have fucking any major judo classes, dude. Because judo, judo was designed by the Japanese to defeat imperial fucking, um, like, samurais and stuff who were wearing, like, uh, body armor, like, samurai armor and stuff like that. So it was designed for the people to take down an armed individual who was armored, who you couldn't stab, right? Like, if you stabbed him, it wouldn't go through his armor. So, like, they, it was designed to, to basically immobilize them. So, like, you take them down, you throw a judo throw, and, and then you break their fucking arm, right? And then, like now, they can't. Now their swords is fucking like oh, they got one arm, bro. Right. I'd rather right. I'd rather fight a guy who's got one arm, than than you know. That's wild. I'm with you. I had no idea that's where it came from, though. Yeah, it's Japanese stuff. I'm I'm I'm, I'm always kind of <laughs> you always you always throw a little uh, of the trivia uh, MMA wisdom my way. But, I'm always grateful for it. But boxing, though, man, that stuff is you can if if your son can hit that flow state. And really get comfortable and and get into that, dude. It's great, man. And and I think uh, who's the English? I think it's cat? awesome. Who's the big English cat? The 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 gypsy guy, Gypsy King. Um, I don't know who you hang out with. I don't know. Well, dude, he's <laughs> the best boxer in the world. He's the heavyweight champ. Um, oh my god, I can't think of his so, name. So so he's like I said earlier. He's, he's been, the best. He's been watching the old stuff. Uh, Tommy Hearns, Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, he's he's just. He's brand new, but he's absorbing the sport, and he's very into it thus far. So as long as his mind is there and his heart is there, we're just going to encourage it. There's there's this guy I know named Ron. I'm just going to ask real quick. Okay. Is it Anthony Joshua? No, Anthony Joshua just got beat. Um, oh. It's another guy. Look up Gypsy King. All right, that's I'll look his, that up. His, I'll look that up. You, you keep going. Yeah, that's his fight name. Anyways, he's the, he's the best. Um uh, Deont- no, no, Deontay Wilder is a freaking monster, but his boxing isn't very sound. You hey, know? Like he's not very technical. So the best guy could not come up with a better nickname than Gypsy King, dude. That's an amazing freaking. Wait, wait a fucking minute. What's wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tyson minute. Fury. Tyson, Tyson Fury. Fury. Yeah. The Gypsy and his King. name is Gypsy King. Yes. See, no, he should have kept Tyson. Tyson Fury, Fury is way better. Way but, better. I mean, you, you guys got, don't know who Tyson Fury is. Bro? Yeah, he's the Gypsy King, bro. But yeah. well, you got Tyson, <laughs> and you got Fury, <laughs> which is pretty much all you need for fucking boxing. Right. right. He's so, set. So he's set. But but that's the thing. When your name is is Tyson fucking Fury, I guess you got it. You know, you can kind of go with whatever you want. He's the Gypsy King. I have no dude. idea what the fuck that just was. He's the Gypsy King. Um, but he's, he's one of the best boxers <laughs> out there. Um, but, again, I, I like Floyd Mayweather's approach. 
He is about uh, just scoring points and taking no damage. That's awesome. And so I don't think my kid's going to grow up to be a boxer. Right. But I'm sure when no, he gets a bit older, somebody's going to say something to somebody. And he's going to have to settle some <laughs> business. Exactly, yep. dude. That's what's so great about it, dude. Uh, I, I commend you for putting yeah, him in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just going to need to rearrange that draw. And, That's right. Uh, game over. Trial That's by it. fire, there baby. And it's great, for, it's great for a young boy. Yeah, Dude, he's cur- turning into a man. It, and his mind is ready for this challenge. Right. That's, that's, that's amazing. what's special. Yep. That's awesome. Well, you know what? I'm going to say uh, before we uh, before we get out of here to uh, remind everybody to go over to uh, iTunes, leave us some leave us some reviews, yeah, uh, Stitcher Radio or, or well, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher. Stitcher. Radio. Stitcher. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Just go to fucking Stitcher. Subscribe to us. Leave us some reviews. Um, you can get. You can go over. Find us on uh, PorchvillePod.com, Facebook.com. Oh, listen to that Porchville guitar, Pod. baby. Oh, Joe Herschel. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna let. Uh, listen to this drop. Listen to this drop. Hollow days. Here we go. Change our world. We're gonna let that ride us out. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Porchville Podcast. Check us out. Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube, hopefully here soon. Hey, anyway. I love my Porch Billions. You guys fucking rock. Porch you guys billions. support us. We love you. You're the best. We want to hear from you. You push me into the... All right, I'm going to style. So make sure you come over to the website. Leave us some love. Give us some suggestions. We want to hear what the fuck you want to talk about. We're out of here. Have a good night. Bye-bye.